Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Episode 44, 1-724-444-7044 episode 44 here on TalkShoe.com this afternoon. And the caller ID is one three eight seven four four. I am your host, the Iceman, the host of Raw Radio, Jared DiGirolamo. With me, as always, is my two-man team drinking out the uh, best of my sidekicks. If we will first, let's introduce the man himself, our Mr. Boom 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 himself from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen, Pro Wrestling Reviews in the Kramer Brothers Band. Let's introduce him now, ladies and gentlemen, the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. Greg, how are you today? Good guys, how are you? Doing great, doing great, getting ready to celebrate the holiday weekend here in a week, but doing pretty well. And of course, on the other side of the coin, Howard, let's turn it over to the big man himself. No, not Big E Langston, but he is the Big E Langston to our group, however, as I am sort of the Xavier Woods of the group. Howard, no, I don't have Francesca to the trombone playing with me, but I do have my big strong man with me today. Let's introduce him now, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, how are you doing today? Well, you're a security guard, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, no doubt about that. You're right about that. And, of course, guys, we got a lot to talk about today, so let's get into it. Of course, last night, ladies and gentlemen, it was extreme, shall we say, in the Garden State of New Jersey. As you know, WWE presenting Extreme Rules live on the WWE Network. Of course, a lot went down, of course. So let's get right into the forefront and tell you what happened on this show last night. Of course, a pretty good crowd on hand, 16,963. Packing into the Prudential Center just outside of New York City last night in Newark, New Jersey, for this Extreme Rules show. However, and of course, uh, it was a pretty solid crowd all around. Uh, John, before we get into the matches, your thoughts about the crowd last night in Newark? Wow, what an awesome crowd! I mean, last night when you called me about it and told me, uh, I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. It was mm-hmm. an amazing record they sold out. Yes, they did, and, and I think they saw a pretty solid show, too, in the process. Uh, Greg, I know you didn't get a chance to see it, but uh, your thoughts about uh, the crowd there last night in the Garden State of Newark? I heard it was uh, really good. 
Yes, yes it was. It was very good indeed. And, of course, we will talk about the matches that were on this show last night and give you our opinions and take here this afternoon. We're also expecting some big surprises this afternoon as we go along. So let's get into it, guys. The first match of the night was a no-holds-barred match, of course, as you know, between Baron Corbin, the man known as the Lone Wolf, if you will, taking on the show-off Dolph Ziggler, a no-DQ match, if you will. This went about seven minutes and change. As a result, Baron Corbin, once again, the lone wolf, however, struck low, let's just say, in more ways than one as he beat the show off Dolph Ziggler here inside of seven minutes with the end of days. Uh, hopefully this is the end of the feud between these two, but you never know. We'll have to wait and see what happens tonight on Raw in Baltimore, which is just outside of John's neck of the woods over there in Raven Country, Baltimore, Maryland, referring to at the Marine Midland Arena, now known as the Royal Farm Center. And Camden Yards Stadium, too. Right, just, yes, that's right. It's outside Camden Yards. You're right, right outside of the Orioles Stadium, too. And I know it's going to be a busy night down there in the Inner Harbor, if you will. No question about it. You brought that up. Good point, John. Uh, John, let's get your thoughts. Uh, what were your thoughts about Corey? Corbin and Ziggler in the pre-show, and of Corbin picking up the win over the show-off. Couldn't Cor- could Corbin take down Ziggler? I mean, yeah, he did. Corbin, Ziggler, my hands off to you. You, you did say it good, but guess what? In the end, you fell victim. Yes, you did. And you did fall victim to the end of days, no question about it. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about Corbin beating the show-off here as once again he showed the end of days and no mercy to the show-off. Uh, I did see I see it on my phone. It was really uh, – I heard about it, but I didn't see the match. Mm-hmm. Do you think this would be the end of their feud between these two finally? Do you think they have another match in them? Maybe one more match. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. Well, we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that tonight, however, as Raw, as we told you, invades Baltimore. And from there, we go into Extreme Rules, ladies and gentlemen, and here we go. And this is what happened on the memorable show. Of course, the first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, was, of course, the Shield, or excuse me, not the Shield, I should say, sorry, the club, if you will, Gallows and Anderson, taking on the high-flying Usos, the family versus the club, if you will, AJ Styles' boys, if you will. As a result, Anderson and Gallows win the opening match up here inside of nine minutes. Uh, John, your thoughts about the club coming up big over the Usos? What a win for the club. I mean, I'm predicted that they would beat the Usos and look where my prediction got me. Yep, no question about it. I think they looked pretty good in the process too last night, I would have to say. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the club coming up big once again on the Usos? I didn't hear about it, so I don't really know. Mm Mm-hmm, that's all right. Whatever was on my phone. Yes. Like, they- well, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're definitely going to have to keep you informed, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, we will definitely let you know what we thought about it, of course, as we continue on here. And from there, we go to our next match, ladies and gentlemen. It was for the U.S. title, of course, Kalisto, the insane luchador, or should we say the lucha, 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 luchador, lucha dragon, so as I like to call him the insane luchador, taking on the Russian uh, bear, or the Bulgarian brute, if you will, Rusev with Lana, as Lamila and Drago of Rocky IV were looking to take away the U.S. title from Kalisto, and well, they did so. But the surprise here was that Rusev actually got cheered by the fans when he did this, uh, I was just blown away by this. And as a result, Rusev is now your new U.S. champion for the time being. Uh, John, i got to ask you your thoughts on this one. And number two, do we see John Cena come back next week and take away Rusev's uh, U.S. title and get back into a program with him? Or do you think they go somewhere else at this point? Oh, please. I mean, Kalisto, he, he didn't have a chance against Rusev. I mean, 
He did have some chances against Ryback, I will admit, but the fake but Rusev is a terror, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. John, but as far as John Cena being the number Good. the guy to take Rusev's title, I think so. Yeah. I really do. Well, he could, but you know what? It could be someone else. We could see someone new, like Cesaro, Sami Zayn even. I mean, we're talking about, I was talking about that with one of our colleagues earlier this afternoon, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, who we want to send out a special hello to, along with her son, Caleb, along with the rest of you out there on TalkShoe.com who are listening, whether it be the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, the last kicker, Amory Reckenbach, uh, Ronda Rush Wright, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, the big IQ, GTS, Gerard T. Smith. Of course, all of you who are listening to our show each and every Monday, how we appreciate it. And of course, we would love to hear from you. 1 724 444 7044, episode 44. Yes, folks, the big 44. Call ID numbers 138744 as well. Pound in the number one. You can talk to the big diesel himself and, of course, the Iceman along with the human suplex machine here this afternoon. Uh, John, before we go any further, however, I want to get Greg's thoughts on this. And then, of course, we're going to talk about a big announcement that's coming up tomorrow night, or should I say, excuse me, tonight on the WWE Network. Let's just say, Greg, your thoughts about this one. What was it again? The Kalisto Rusev affair, Rusev winning the title. Uh, your thoughts about Rusev regaining the title again? I know, you, again, you didn't see it. I understand that. But do you think Rusev will drop the belt back to John Cena? Do you think there's going to be someone else like, say, Zami Zayn or Cesaro? I mean, who's the one person that could maybe step up and take a hold of this U.S. title? Ah, uh, maybe a new star. I'm tired of seeing the same mm-hmm. nine people holding the belt. Yes. But, like Cena and Kevin Owens, maybe like Jamie Sane or uh, what's that new guy who came from NXT? Um, Big Cass? No, 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 no. Um, he's the black African American. Oh, Xavier. Or no, not Xavier, <laughs> Apollo Cruz. Yes. Yes, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I could definitely see that, too. I, I I forgot about him, but again, I could see someone like Cesaro or Zayn. Like you mentioned, those guys are from NXT. Uh, possibly maybe uh, Kevin Owens could go after that belt, maybe, and uh, maybe turn face in the process. You never know. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. But uh, for the time being, at least, how are the Bulgarian Brute and his, uh, let's just say, uh, Moscow Mule, if you will, Lana, are holding on to the U.S. gold, shall we say. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the big announcements I just mentioned here on the show. Tonight on the WWE Network, Mick Foley will be talking with Shane O'Mac after WWE Raw tonight on Stone Cold's podcast. How this is going to be a very, very, very interesting interview, to say the least. John, what are your thoughts about this interview tonight? Well, I hope that this interview goes well, and maybe, hopefully, they can... Mick Foley and Shane McMahon will hopefully have a lot to talk about. Oh, I'm sure they will. They said that Shane's going to be talked about a lot, about why he left WWE, why he's back, what his plans are, and what he's uh, been thinking of the business over the years. This should be very, very interesting and revealing, to say the least. And uh, I, for one, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about Shane O'Mac tonight being on the uh, podcast with Mick Foley? I'm looking forward to if I don't fall asleep tonight. I'll be watching it. Yes, yes. And I will be telling you guys tomorrow on Attitude Radio, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 139925, ladies and gentlemen, on Wrestling Revisited. Greg and I will be talking about along with Gerard T. Smith, and who knows what else we'll be talking about uh, tomorrow night there on Revolution 138055 Pound. We'll also be talking maybe a little bit about it on the 
uh, Wrestling Revisited show, 139925-pound, ladies and gentlemen. And you can listen to that beginning at 7 o'clock tomorrow night with myself, the Big Diesel, of course, Gerard T. Smith, and, of course, the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith. And from there, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about our third match of the night. And, of course, the reason why this third match came into play is because of what Sean and I did early last week on the Raw Radio betting side between the New Day and the Vaudevillians. And, yes, indeed, the New Day is still rocking and rolling, as we say, however, on top of the ladder of the tag team division as they beat my boys, the Vaudevillains, last night, English and Gotch, in six-plus minutes. Uh, a pretty good match for the most part, but I think it was a little too short. John, your thoughts about this encounter between uh, the New Day and the Vaudevillains? Could you say it was a last last of a tag team match? I'm glad to see my boys. That's W. W. E. Tag team champion. Pull the title. Yes, indeed. And, uh... Greg, I know, again, you did not see this match, but uh, let's get your take. The New Day is still on top of the tag team scene. As far as champs go, the Vaudevillains coming up a little short in their effort. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, I kind of knew New Day was going to win. The other team was not ready yet. Mm-hmm. When I saw the update, I was like, yeah, New Day won this. Yes, yes. And like I said, uh, we're going to have to wait and see where they go from here in the Tag Wars. Of course, obviously a lot of people think that Enzo and Cass, the Dudleys, of course, uh, the Vaudevillains are going to get their crack, obviously. Some other teams are trying to get their uh, name in the door and hopefully uh, knock the New Day off their pedestal. But they have been champs for close to a year now, or almost a year, and have been doing pretty darn well in the process. So we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that. Uh, guys, let's talk about the next match, the big match of the night, which is one of the best matches of the entire night. However, the Fatal 4-Way, The Miz, KO, Cesaro, Sammy, Zayn. We all had different picks last week. Two of us had Sammy. One of us had Cesaro. No one had uh, The Miz, unfortunately, and one of our other colleagues, however, had KO. Uh, this was about a 20-minute match in the end. The Miz comes right back in, however, and slides in, covering Cesaro after Zayn attacked KO outside of the ring late in the match. But, guys, this was probably one of the best matches of the night, hands down. John, your thoughts about this encounter as The Miz somehow is back on top one more time. Huh. Well, great match between these four competitors. i got to say, awesome contest. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have gone either way, but you got to admit, huh, Miz got got his, um, got, got lucky on this one. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. No question about it. And we're definitely going to see, uh, I'm sure, these four uh, in some type of form later on tonight again. I would imagine. You never know. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the Miz somehow retaining as uh, you and uh, John came up on your short, short on your predictions, as did I. And so did Gerard, as somehow uh, the so-called Mr. A-lister once again stays on top of the ladder one more time. Uh, I kind of knew the Miz was going Mm-hmm. I heard in the grapevine Kevin Owens is going to be a champion really, really soon. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he could get that belt back, no question about. It. But again, it could be uh, your, it could be Sami Zayn. It could definitely be my boy Cesaro. I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see where they go tonight. Obviously, again on Raw. I mean, this was one of the better matches of the night, I feel. And these four really, really stole the show. The crowd was into it from the start, and they just absolutely fell in love with this. They could have given another two or three, maybe five minutes, however, and I think this would have been a five star classic. Not to say it wasn't. It was about a four and a half, almost a four star out of five classic. But this was still pretty darn good match if you ask me and speaking of matches guys we continue on with our next match here on extreme rules uh dean ambrose taking on chris jericho this goes over 25 plus minutes and then some chris jericho falls victim to some thumbtacks if you will by the lunatic fringe if you will and of course last week i lost this bet unfortunately because i had chris jericho picked in this one against uh, ambrose if you will dean ambrose makes it two for two against the lionheart chris jericho John, your thoughts about Ambrose coming up big once again against Y2J? Oh, 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 that was brutal to see Jericho being rolled into the fun packs. It reminded me of even the ring 1998 between Undertaker and Mankind. Mm-hmm. And if and if you look on Twitter, yes, if you look on Twitter, you can see a picture of Chris Jericho still in the text with Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. I saw that, actually. In fact, there was a little smirk on Mick's face I saw in the back. You know what it reminded me? Talk about Mick Foley. And, Greg, I'll get your answer in a second. Here on your thoughts about the match. It reminded me of Mick's match with Randy Orton from Backlash 04. That's what I thought it reminded me of. I mean, it wasn't like in the – I mean, that kind of match are as far as gimmick goes, but just the way those two tore each other apart and went over almost a half hour. I mean, it was sort of like uh, like we talked offline last night, like a TNA lethal lockdown match, sort of, if you ask me. It was that type of match, you know? Yeah, uh, we haven't seen thumbtacks like that since, I don't know, 2006, maybe? I, I think, yeah, that sounds right. 2005, 2006, somewhere in that ballpark. It's been a long time since they brought out some... Uh, type of gimmick match like this. Yes, I believe you're correct. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the work between Ambrose and Jericho as Ambrose comes up big once again against Y2J? I heard it was a uh, great match. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear it was terrible. I heard it was well done. Yes. Yeah, it was. It really was. And like I said earlier, it was a cross, I thought, between TNA's Lethal Lockdown and, as I mentioned, and John even heard me and so did you just now, it reminded me of the 4 encounter between Mick Foley and uh, the Viper, Randy Orton, uh, who, by the way, uh, one of our colleagues thinks, uh, said earlier, might be back tonight, we heard, maybe, or possibly in a few weeks. I'm letting you know who that is here shortly. And speaking of which, guys, that takes us to our next match, the semi-main event, if you will. Charlotte versus Natalya in a submission match for the women's title, if you will. Ric Flair banned from ringside. This goes 10 minutes long. Unfortunately, we see a woman come out in Ric Flair's robe and a blonde wig, and it turned out to be none other than NXT diva Dana Brooke. As a result, Charlotte somehow... God help, thanks to Dana Brooke, and as a result, defeated Natty inside of 10 minutes here, as unfortunately, once again, they screw Natty, in my opinion, however. John, your thoughts about this one, and of Dana Brooke showing up here to help her somewhat new BFF, Charlotte Flair, retain the championship one more time. Is it definitely not going to end with, is this definitely definitely not going to end with Natalia? I mean, for Dana Brooke to help, help, uh, Sorry. To help her out, that's yeah. a new low yeah. in my book. Yeah, 
Oh, I agree. I I agree 100% with you. I, I agree 100% with you. I mean, yeah, Charlotte's been champ for eight months. But, again, it just goes to show you, and I've said this many times over, I mean, some people may not like what I have to say, and I know one person in particular does not like when I rip apart uh, this whole feud. But you know what? I mean, it's been a pretty okay feud, but at the same time, it goes once again to show you that Charlotte just does not have the balls to have work do work on her own she tried her hardest here last night until dana brooke interfered late in the match and it was good to see her father and also charles robbins stay away from this whole thing but to have dana brooke be involved now and then have all three of them at ringside afterward and just laugh at natty like the poor little girl however who uh never uh got the big prize it's just it's a slap in the face to the hart family it's a slap in the face natty's fans everywhere it just makes me sick sick i tell you greg your thoughts about this one Ah, uh, that's kind of a hard one. I feel bad for Natalia. She's getting screwed all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like a smart ass, but I think she's time to give it up. Mm. That's understandable. It could be. It could where it will be. You never know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. But, yeah, I mean, I know for a fact that tonight, I'm sure, once again, Daddy's going to show a lot of temper and anger towards Charlotte. And now her new buddy, her BFF, as we said, Dana Brooke, if you will. And, I, I, like I said, I can't blame her for being angry after what happened last night. I have a feeling there's going to be redemption coming for both those two and Papa Flair eventually. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the big main event, ladies and gentlemen the one that everyone was talking about throughout the night. Roman Reigns, AJ Styles 2. This went 23 minutes in change as a result. We saw two Styles clashes from AJ. AJ almost pulled off the victory yet again, but this time he got caught with a spear as he went for the flying forearm yet again. Roman caught him and as a result retained the, vic- retained the belt, excuse me, I should say, and as a result beat AJ in 22 minutes. But what happened afterward, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, sound the bugle, sound the horn, sound them everywhere. Yes, folks, the architect is back. The former world's champion, Seth freaking Rollins, as we like to say. Well, we have another name for him. We're using it freaking in this case, is back, folks. And, yes, he attacked his former Shield brother, Roman Reigns. And, as a result, he laid him out with the pedigree and stood tall at the end of the night, basically holding up Roman's world title as the fans were cheering, yes, Thank you, Seth. Thank you, Seth. And as a result, he is back with a purpose. So, yes, folks, it looks like Roman Reigns now knows his next challenger could very well be his former Shield brother, Seth freaking Rollins, if you will, one-on-one as these two could get it on. John, your thoughts about the match and of the return of Seth Rollins? (laughs) Well, all I can say is it's about damn time because Roman Reigns, I hope you've learned your lesson now. Yes, Another one may be learned soon. <laughs> I would have to agree. I would definitely have to agree. And Greg, your thoughts? Ah, uh, well, my friend texted me like Steph Rollins came back. I was like, uh oh. I was like, this is going to be a good match, Roman versus Steph Rollins. The next few, it's going to be a well done match. Yes. And I think it could happen as early as tonight. Maybe in Baltimore could happen in four weeks' time in Sin City, Las Vegas. We're definitely going to have to wait and see, guys. I mean, all in all, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would have to give this pay-per-view about a 7, almost a 7.5 out of 10. I thought it was halfway decent in average. John, what would you give it? 7. And, Greg, what about you? Uh, probably about an 8 or 7. 
Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Well, we're definitely going to see what happens tonight, guys. It's going to be an interesting night there in Raven Country in Baltimore, shall we say, with Monday Night Raw. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to some other news before we get to the news and birthdays from the last three days, including uh, today, however, from our uh, human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this weekend, the WWE apparently released Cody Rhodes. Yes, folks, Cody Rhodes, the artist formerly known as Stardust, however, asked for his release on Saturday after 10 years. And as of yesterday, however, it has been requested, basically, it has been approved. And as a result, Cody Rhodes, after 10 years with the company, however, fought his last match, we understand, last Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, in Greensboro, North Carolina, in the pre-show, however, before Monday Night Raw went on the air, I understand, as a result. Shortly thereafter, I believe he asked for his uh, pink slip, and as a result, WWE was nice enough to give him his pink slip. John, your thoughts about Cody Rhodes saying bye-bye to WWE? i tell you what, a tough year for Cody. I mean, he lost his dad, He um, and now he, he, he had a tough gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got to feel bad for the man. Yeah, you do. You almost do. I would agree 100% with you on that. No question about it. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about Cody Rhodes asking for his pink slip? I saw that. I was like, oh. uh, I'm like, are you serious? I didn't even know. But when I was reading it on Facebook and people were telling me, he was like, yep, it's real. I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm, certainly. Uh, another guy who is asking, for his pink slip, and well, he got it earlier today. Is a guy who has been well uh, in trouble the last few weeks, and that is Mr. Uh, Rosebud, if you will, Adam Rose. Uh, he got his pink slip, however, mind you. Uh, your thoughts about Adam Rose being let go earlier today? We'll start with you this time, Greg. I've seen it coming uh, because I haven't seen him in WWE. Yes. And, uh, I'm not. I'm not like, oh my God, he's gone. I'm, it's it was meant to be, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I would definitely uh, agree with that. I think uh, I just think after what happened a few weeks ago, I think the writing was well on the wall, and it was just a matter of time till uh, he actually got his uh, pink slip. We thought it was going to be last week. We thought it was going to be over the weekend. Well, they got, unfortunately, uh, him his pink slip today, and so it's like bye-bye-bye, uh, Mr. Rose. You're out of here. Uh, John, your thoughts about Mr. Rose being shown the door or basically being let go? How? I mean, Adam Rose, yep, finally got the guy out the door real quick yep. because of his problems. He couldn't handle it. Guess what? You can't take the heat. You want to get arrested and suspended. You want to beat your wife up. Mm-hmm. Guess what? WWE Creative has nothing for you. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I, I would definitely 100% agree with you on that one, uh, mind you. Uh, let me ask you guys quickly a one-word answer, yes or no, you can answer this. Will we see Adam Rose back in pro wrestling within six months? John? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Greg, what about you? I agree. All right. We'll definitely keep an eye on this. We will definitely keep an eye on this, guys. I mean, it's going to be very, very interesting. And, in fact, I'm looking at a picture right now someone put up of Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, and Ric Flair. 
Charlotte doing the Ric Flair strike. Charlotte's smirkiness can be in Flair just acting cool. can be thinking he's the greatest thing since Slice, which obviously he is. That's understandable. But for them to just mock the way things went down, however, with, uh, like I said, Natty last night, and it just makes you cringe. It really, really makes you cringe. All right, guys. Well, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we're now going to turn it over to the Human Suplex Machine, who's actually got some great birthdays and histories from uh, Saturday till today. So let's uh, turn it over to him and uh, hear what he has to say about those today, uh, starting with Saturday. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. 64 years ago today in Los Angeles, California, Lou Fez beat Baron Michael Lee, Michelle Leon to win the California version of the World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Okay. With both NWA World Titles, every regional version of the World Title, and a win over AWA World Champion Gorgeous George in a non-title match. Lou Fez is recognized as the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. WCW presented Slammery, a Legends reunion from the Bayfront Center in St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. The show includes the final induction into the WCW Hall of Fame. Wahoo McDaniels, Angelo yep. Popo, yep. Terry Funk, mm-hmm. Antonio Inoki, yep. Dusty Rhodes, Gordon yep. Foley, and Big John Studd posthumously. Wow, a lot of a lot of good a lot of good members in that class you just mentioned, especially the great Antonio Inoki, the former voice and dean of wrestling, Gordon Soule, and of course uh, Dusty Rhodes, another one, uh, a great one we've talked about, Terry Funk, uh, mind you. Yeah, and we are expecting our friend here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just uh, clarify that quickly. We're going to get him in here in a couple minutes. And speaking of speaking of Angelo Popo, yes. he was assaulted in the main event by Ric Flair. Ooh, that's right. That was 19, was that 1995 that year? Yes, 1995. I thought so. Okay, yes, I remember him now. Yes. Yeah, 2000 WWE presented Judgment Day. Hmm. It was an Iron Man match between Triple H and The Rock. The first, this was the second televised Iron Man match between Triple H and The Rock, with Triple H winning the WWE Championship. Shawn Michaels, who uh, was the man that won the first ever Iron Man match, became the special referee. After the match, however, The Undertaker entered the ring with a new look called The American Badass, and took out every one of the McMahon faction, including Triple H. Hmm, interesting. Yes. 2001, Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho beat the two-man power trip, WWE champion Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Late in the bout, as Jericho applied the walls of Jericho on the rattlesnake, Triple H broke it up with a forearm, and in doing so, he injured his quadricep muscle in his left leg. The injury would keep him out of action for the remainder of the year. 
Mm, that's right. Yes. And the match was voted the second best match of 2001 by Wrestling Observer Newsletter readers, finishing behind only Kijima Tao versus Tenru, taking place two and a half weeks later. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. 2006 WWE has Judgment Day. Booker T beat Bobby Lashley to win the 2016 of the Rings. Uh, hold on a second, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to acknowledge Guest 6 is now logged in the chat. Guest 6, we welcome you to the show. Thank you for uh, listening to us today. We hope you're enjoying us. Okay, please continue, John. All right. And, and ladies and gentlemen, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We got another surprise, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, back with us, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in quite some time. It is the L to the T. Yes, folks, Tim Randall's joining us, ladies and gentlemen, to give us his take of Last Night's Extreme. It is also his time to shine. So let's bring him in onto the air right now. LT, are you with us? I'm only here out of protest. Okay, well, John, hold off on the dates because I think LT's going to have a little bit of protesting to do here today. Uh, glad you're back with us, LT. How you doing today? Not bad, not bad. All right, well, you have something to protest, I understand. Please uh, tell us uh, your protest, please. Oh, no, I just... Oh, okay. Is there, is there any... Is, there, is anyone else hearing that... Yeah, John, is that you on there? I, okay, I think we got it fixed. Okay, we're good. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, there's a lot of feedback. Uh, no, uh, okay, uh, the show wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. The more I thought about it, I'm giving it a three, three and a half to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I understand why they did what they did. I understand the show. Mm-hmm. I do. Yes. I understand. I understand uh, why the matches were done the way they are. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the whole. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm bored seeing the whole Fatal Four Way for the Intercontinental Belt. I'm bored seeing those same four guys present. Mm-hmm. I'm just completely bored with it. Right. Right. I, Again, I, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was going to say, I thought that was one of the better matches of the night, however. I understand we were going with being bored, but like I said, I thought that Cesaro should have won it last night. Everyone thinks Cesaro should win. Yes. And and, and it, it was it was an okay match. Mm-hmm. Out, of, out of what we had, it was an okay match. Yeah. Uh. Best match of the night, yeah, was the asylum match. Yeah, I I think it was pretty good. However, all right, what's your best match? Uh, I would say the fatal four way was good, and then I would say right behind that, I hate to say this, was Roman and AJ. I thought that was my second best match of the night. I liked the way they went with this, and I wow. love the ending when Rollins came in really? and laid out Roman. I thought that was great at the end. You needed that ending. Really? You you thought that you thought the Fatal Four Way was better than the Asylum match? Yeah, because and, I mean, and you thought that the AJ the AJ Roman thing that was the most predictable match of the night was better. Well, I think we knew the club and the Usos were coming in, yes, but we did not think no. that Rollins was going to return this quickly. I did. They, we okay. 
that has nothing to do with the match. The match itself yeah. is completely different than Rollins and Rollins showing up. Yeah. The match the match is between AJ and Roman. Those two those that whole match was predictable from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You knew what was going to happen. You knew you knew how it was going to end because everyone knew that AJ wasn't going to win the belt yet. Yep. And um uh, let's, uh, the, the, you know what I said earlier, and I, before you came on, I told John and Greg even heard me practice up. And Hello? Hello? Okay, I guess I lost you yet. Hello? Everyone here? Yeah. JD, you there? I think we lost JD, John. Hello? Can you hear me? I still do. Uh oh, we lost JD. Oh. Gregory, are you still with me? Yes, I am. All right. All right, Chad told me to take over, so... So I'll do this. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. Call ID numbers one three eight seven four four pound. Talk to me, JD, and Gregory here. And on Raw Radio, we are. This is episode forty four of Raw Radio. And talk to us here on Face on Talkshoe or on the chat box. We have Mr. WCW our boss, Chad Henshaw, on the chat box. LT was just here a minute ago. He had to go. We're waiting for JD to come back with us. So hopefully we can continue the show. Guys? Yeah, we're here. Okay, we had a little phone glitch. Uh, are we all back? Yep. Okay, yep. Uh, 
Uh, it was my phone, I think. Let me check something. Okay, yeah, we're using my we're using my uh, cell phone now. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Uh, we have a little phone snafu there here this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, let's uh, get back to what we're talking about. Uh, if we're all still here, uh, LT, we were talking about the Jericho. Uh, LT uh, laughed. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so it's just us three then, I guess, huh? Yeah, we lost him. Okay, it might have been his phone. Okay, um. John, continue on with the birthdays while we're trying to get this worked out. Okay. All right. Paul London and Brian, all right, as I was saying about 2006, Booker T won the 2006 King of the Ring tournament. Paul London and Brian Kendrick beat Eminem to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. The Great Khali beat The Undertaker. And Rey Mysterio beat JBL to retain the WWE Heavyweight... I mean, the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six years ago today in 2010, Carly Colon Jr., I know as wrestling fans, as Carlito, was released for the violation of the WWE's wellness policy and his refusal to enter a rehab facility. Colon has since wrestled on the independent circuit and for his father's promotion, WWC. Yes, and we know for a fact that his two brothers and cousins, Primo and Epico now, are the shining stars who made their uh, return to WWE last. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson sets the world record for most selfies taken in a three-minute period with 105. Wow. Okay. He set the re- record just before the world premiere of Sin... Andreas, which stars Jonathan and Ray Gaines, a LAFC search and rescue pilot who must navigate his estranged wife and daughter to safety during the largest earthquake in recorded history. And if I remember that movie correctly there, John, and I think you might remember too, didn't that movie star Paul Giamatti? Uh, Joy Giovanni? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti with a P. I believe it was. I have no no idea, really. Okay, we'll look into that. Please continue. Okay, I do have a somber birthday. Yes. Chris Benoit died at 8. Chris Benoit had a birthday today, and that day, and he would have been 49 years old. Wow, one year away from 50. Holy cow. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, happy birthday to him, certainly. And uh, very good uh, dates there on Saturdays on. Okay, let's go to Sunday. That Sunday, bloody Sunday. (laughs) You okay, JD? I'm fine. My my phone's backing screwy a little bit. Go on, please continue. All right, I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. My phone suddenly cut out on me halfway through LT's conversation. I thought one of our phones, I couldn't tell if it was my phone, your phone, or Greg's phone. Uh, is Greg still with us, by the way? Greg, you still there? Yes, I am. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. I said, I'm using my cell phone here, guys, so that's why I'm, recall- I'm using my cell now. I'm talking to you guys, Howard. Guys. My house phone's a little acting screwy right now, once again. So that's why we kind of had a little bit of a glitch there. And hopefully LT will call back. If not, uh, we will try to get LC back on with us either before the end of the show today or sometime next week uh, for our Memorial Day show. Okay, uh, please continue, John. Go on to Sunday. 
All right, 32 year, years ago to, in Tokyo, Japan, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Kerry Von Erich fought Yumbo Tassara to a double countout. On the same part of the double main event, Harley Race beat Ric Flair. Yeah, I believe that was the last time Race won the NWA World Style Fight, remember correctly, too. Or came close to winning, I should say. Yeah. 27 years ago today in Bluesville Field, West Virginia, Lex Luger beat Michael Hayes to win the NWA United States Championship. Okay. Luger went on to hold the championship for approximately 523 days. Wow, it's a long time. Yeah, the longest in the history of the championship. That crushed the old record held by Nikita Koloff, who held the championship for a total of 326 days, spanning parts of 1986 and 1987. The record still stands today. Huh. Pretty amazing. 24 years ago today, Brian Lee beat Paul Orndorff via DQ in the finals of a one-night tournament to become the first-ever Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, I believe Orndorff was winding down about that time in his career. It was close to nearing his career ending, and Brian Lee was about to take off early on in his career. All right. 22 years ago today in 1994, WCW presented Slamboree, a Legends Reunion. Inducted it. This was the last WCW pay-per-view before Hulk Hogan's company altering debut. Mm-hmm. Inducted into the Hall of Fame was the assassin, Ole Anderson, Harley Race, Ernie Ladd, The Crusher, and Dick the Bruiser. Quite a class there. Yep. 21 years ago today in 1995... Jeff Jarrett beat Razor Ramon to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship just three days after losing the title in a ladder match in Montreal. Hmm. Yep. Ric Flair is stripped of the WCW World Heavyweight Championship by Vince Russo in 2000. Yes. But in the show's main event, Jeff Jarrett would wind up defeating Kevin Nash to win the vacated world title. The fourth time the WCW world title changed this month. Now, on the same show, Daphne beat Crowbar to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. And we might have, and JD, I don't yes. mean to interrupt, but our boss could be here any minute now. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. This is Chad Hinshaw joining us here. John is uh giving us word now that he is on his way into the studio here. Uh, again, we are very sorry for the delay a few minutes ago. Ladies and gentlemen, we had some minor snafu here uh, due to some technical difficulty, but we are back up and running now as we speak. So uh, we are sorry we had a little bit of a minor delay there, so please bear with us. And thank you for the update, John, and let us know when he does arrive, please. And here he comes. Well, never mind. He's here now, ladies and gentlemen. And I didn't have to wait much longer. He is now in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. It is Mr. WWS. Chad Hinshaw joining us there live in the Four Horsemen Country, Kennedy, North Carolina. Chad, how are you today? I'm doing all right. I, I know I said I was going to stay in the chat box, but uh, I figured I have a, 
a few minutes. I figured I'd just chime in on uh, a couple of uh, a couple of quick things here. Uh, <clears throat> well, we had, as I said earlier, uh, we had a minor snafu with my phone, and unfortunately now we're using my cell phone to talk. So uh, we are sorry for the glitch. However, we had a few a technical issue here. Hopefully, we'll get that fixed up and running again. But uh, we're using now my cell phone here to talk. So uh, go ahead. Uh, before I get your uh, the comments here, before we get to say, I want to ask you your comments about last night's Extreme Rules. Seth Rollins returning, your thoughts about that? 100% completely out of the way, shocked. Yes, I would yes. agree. Uh, yes. Uh, of course, we had heard, now keep yeah. in mind, guys, we had heard that he was one of the three expected to return sometime here in the future, along, of course, with Orton and Cena. But yep. we had no idea that he was going to be the technically the first one to actually uh, step foot once again uh, on WWE TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, uh, and technically, even though they, it was not in a sort of a wrestling capacity, it was just to show up and just let everyone know, okay, I'm back here and I'm here to make I'm back here to make a more, a more of an impact here. So. That's what that's what he came to do, and that's what he did. And boy, did he ever! And <laughs> um, unbelievable here. Uh, and boy, did I here I get a lot of input on that uh, last night after it happened. Boy, un- unbelievable, man. Uh, was, I mean, I talked I talked to Michelle today, and I'll tell you what, she was pretty shocked as everyone. I think we all were last night. I mean, I couldn't believe myself. And Don, I talked offline last night after the show. I called him late last night, and we were talking about this for a good half hour last night. It was just incredible. You did, however, in the chat box earlier, shed some light. And again, I'm going to give your take. What was your thoughts about the Charlotte Natty thing and with Dana Brooks sticking her nose into the whole affair? Well, let me tell you something. I, after thinking about this, about what happened two weeks ago in the match at Payback, you had to keep this in mind that that you know Charlotte and and her daddy Rick, uh, you know that they had to come up with a plan about every single solitary time in order for her in order for Charlotte to hold on to that title. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind about what they did at Payback. Especially yes. since they heard that, remember that Bret Hart was at ringside. Yes. What did they What, what did they do? They said they had heard that Charles Robinson was going to be the referee for that. What did they do? They instituted a, a version of the Montreal screw job, and also in the process, <laughs> uh, Charles Robinson, of course, longtime friend of the Flair family. Bingo. Yes. Boom. Yes. It was in Flair's pocket. Boom, bingo. Yep. Voila, right there, just like that, no problem. Yep. Two weeks ago, I mean, two, zoom two weeks later. Okay, yep. going into extreme rules here. Yep. What happens? <clears throat> what what happens here? Rick Flair is not allowed to come come within anywhere near the ring during that yep. match. Yep. And so Charlotte loses the belt. So yep. what did they do? They cover their tracks. They bring in somebody else. Yep, I'm so very Shane and Ste- Shane and Stephanie, unfortunately, did not apparently did not cover every single every single uh, did not cover every single corner of this. Apparently, uh, yep. they should have figured that Charlotte and Rick man, yep. had it. something else 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 were out their sleeve, and apparently it was in the form 
uh, like I said, uh, former NXT Diva now, former NXT Diva now, WWE um, um, uh, future uh, superstar here, Dana Brooke. And yes. what happens here? Boom. Charlotte still holds on to the belt. And Natalia, unfortunately, gets screwed again. Yeah. Agreed. Again. Again. Yep. I, 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 I emphasize that word one more time. Again. Yes. Yep. This is the second yep. time in two weeks. Again. Yep. She can't get a blame break because anybody, every single time she, Charlotte seems to have, like, it's kind of like what happened in those sixes with the McMahons having all yeah. these wrestlers and all in their back pocket and all trying to screw DX. Remember mm-hmm. SummerSlam 2006, the tag yep. match? Yes. Yep. Resources, that they call it unlimited resources. That's exactly this, the same scenario here. First it was, like I said, the referee Charles Robinson at Payback, and now it's Dan Brooke here last night at Extreme Rules. So, yep. I mean, <laughs> so that's exactly what it was, man. That's exactly what it was. You had to figure out it was not not surprised at all what so freaking ever that Dana Brooke came out there and made and made the, and then made this impact and all that. I mean, thing about is I do feel for Natalia in this case. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. Did, I would agree, and I think John would too. Let's get your take on the other two matches that were probably two of the best of the night, according to some people. First, the asylum match between Ambrose and Jericho. What did you think of that one? Downright brutal. The, my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, it was. My personal, downright, one hundred percent downright brutal. Thing is, they they brought back for one night. Keep yes. in mind, guys. Keep in mind, guys. You haven't seen anything hardcore on in, on WWE TV in years. This yes. right here brought it back for one single night. In my personal opinion, this was downright. This kind of reminded me of Hell in a Cell '98 between Mankind and Undertaker. John, John said the same thing you did before you came on, Chad, and I, I said it reminded me of uh, Foley and Orton from 2004 from Backlash. That's what I thought of. Like, yeah, guys. I mean, what did it for me was the fact that uh, Ambrose had the bag of thumbtacks in the bucket. Yes. And the thing about this, they teased every single time that somehow Ambrose was going to slam Jericho into the yes. thumbtacks, or Jericho was going to slam Ambrose into the thumbtacks. And finally, right there, I mean, Ambrose had right there at the right, at the right moment, boom, yep. slammed him right there into him. Bingo. Yep. Hey, yep. how much or how hardcore can you get? Bingo. Uh-huh. That's the, right then and there, fellas. So, hey, let me tell you something. You, you can't. I mean, I mean, yeah. about this big time. I mean, they use every single, almost every single solitary thing. They're probably, with the exception of maybe that plant. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much it. But, I mean, it was uh, by far, yeah. my, my overall personal opinion here, I'm yeah. sure everyone would agree. This actually took the cake yeah. they, <laughs> over even the title match. Yeah, I thought I'm it was a good one there. I, I, yes. I put- Number three, because I put Roman at number two. But this is the match I really liked seeing, and none of us was a winner in this one, except, uh, obviously, the fans, obviously. But this was a great match in itself. The Fatal 4 with Miz, Cesaro, Sammy, and KO. What was your thoughts about that one? Uh, that, was, that was a great um, – that was that was a good contest. Uh, I tell you what, back – it was down that back and forth. I mean, uh, of course, going into it, and then they said that you know, pretty much Cesaro, Sammy, and Kevin Owens pretty much did not have one up on, did not have 
anything up on the Miz at all whatsoever. I mean, it was pretty much equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind. Of, it was kind of, kind of, kind of even here as to who would probably pull it, pull it all off. I mean, it was kind of surprising the fact that you know Maurice did not really. I mean, even though I had heard a prediction that somehow Maurice would may, may end up playing a factor, right? But, right. but it did. But somehow she didn't, which mm-hmm. was kind of surprising. Uh, but somehow Miss Evel came out of that unscathed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he's sore. He will be sore tonight. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I mean, why not? But I mean, uh, <laughs> but I mean, you need to like you need the thing about. It, I mean, he was in there with three of the best. Mm-hmm. And yes, I will say Ko is one of the best. Is one of the best now. Yes, I still keep saying that now. About yes, he's a heel. But like I said, the the man can move for someone his size. The man, the boy can move. Absolutely. And I mean, he he he, he can tear it up like the best of them. Sami Zayn, you know, he 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 showed he showed why he deserves to be in the WWE. Cesaro, tenfold. I mean, why not? So I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're changing lines there. here, so hold on a sec. We'll be back in a sec. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. I'm back. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I've got two different lines. I'm, all right. Let me just. All right. Let me just. I'm, try, I'm turning things up. So, okay. There we go. Sorry. My, my phone was acting funny, so now I've gone back onto the house one. Okay. Let's ask you about two more releases that happened earlier today. We kind of touched upon them earlier this week. Uh, one of them was Cody Rhodes over the weekend. He finally got his release earlier yesterday. And then, of course, Adam Rose being let go today. Your thoughts about those two being let go? Uh, well, first of all, we talked about this on uh, – uh, uh, Gerard actually talked – Gerard and I talked about this on uh, right there towards the end of our Extreme Rules prediction show last night. Mm-hmm. Um uh, uh, of course, obviously, Cody Rhodes actually was asking for this. Uh, uh-huh. Surprisingly enough, uh, uh, kind of a shocker to me. I'm kind of surprised to see that. Uh, I know he's a great, a great competitor, in my personal opinion. Of course, uh, um, you know what his dad would probably think if he was still around now. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if he was just burnt out from not getting enough competition. I'm not sure if uh, if he wasn't really getting recognized that much in the WWE as much as he used to. I'm not sure what the, what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe maybe the Stardust gimmick did not work. Yeah, a lot of or, people are thinking that too. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that, yes. Um, or maybe even the dashing Cody Rhodes gimmick probably didn't work as well either. I mean, uh, the dashing one was not... Too bad. I mean, my no, I thought opinion. that that was that was a good gimmick for him. That was pretty decent. Yes, John. Oh, uh, Tony, check. Yes, John. I think just Kevin just told you to log into the chat. Okay, well, I'm trying to get back in as we speak. So, uh, I'm uh, p- please bear with me, folks. So, I'm trying to get back in as we speak. Okay, thank you, John. Uh, ch- oh, go ahead, Chad. You were saying now. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, but. Uh, but like I said, I mean, Gerard and I even speculated, of course, that you know, with Cody's release, uh, you know, his wife may even be, be may even come next, um, and then of course, somewhere down the road, maybe even uh, Gold Dust may even be not too far behind either. Um, and, you know, we, we, see, we see the whole Rhodes family going somewhere else, and we see them going to TNA or Ring of Honor or. Uh, Lucha Underground. I mean, yeah. the, the, I mean, one of these three could benefit 
from having a legendary family, repressing yeah. family. I mean, and what your representation in Cody, Dustin, and, and um, um, Eden, and of course, whoever I, I forget what her real name is. Yes, um, I know. I know who you're talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is Cody's wife. But yeah, but that's a good representation of the legendary wrestling family right now. I mean, the two brothers, of course. Certainly. And it was Cody's wife. Uh, but also, you mentioned Adam Rose, and of course, this was pretty much coming for yeah. Adam Rose because yeah. we've been talking about this on the shows for the past several weeks. Uh, uh, this was not shocking. This was not surprising. WWE. I would have to. I would have to give my hats off to them uh, for this, this making probably making a making a decent call here because I think it was I think it was a similar this academic here that they were they would make this call that uh, uh, that after the events that that led up to this of course uh, he's been kind of off the wall here in recent memory here anyway. Uh, so I mean I, that was that was kind of a good good call on WWE's part here. It's one of the best calls that WWE has made here in recent memory, in my personal opinion. Um, but uh, that wasn't the that, that wasn't bad. I mean, of course Adam Rose. I don't know if if TNA or or any of them might, might pick him up somewhere down the line too. I'm not sure about that either. But I mean, if they do, I mean, more power too. I mean, because like I said, I'm sure a lot of these other wrestling organizations are still trying their darndest. To compete to WWE's level, and I'm sure a lot of them are not going to be able to ever get up to WWE's level. But I'm sure they would love to get a lot of guys at WWE just burst in the curve, as they always say. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so I mean, and I'm sure that, that a lot of them that they let go here just in recent memory, you know, could could be that uh, could be could be that benefit. And, and maybe, like I said, Cody now, maybe Adam Rose could be could be one could be going somewhere else at some point down the road. And who knows? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have, all have to, I'll have to wait and see about that. Yes, and uh, with that said, let's uh, give you the number one more time. We want to acknowledge guest seven, however. Uh, he is in the chat. He says hello to all of us. Of course, this is one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four for episode forty four here on TalkShoe.com. This is the Iceman along with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw from Trinity, North Carolina. The Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer from the Kramer Rose Band, as well as many other Facebook pages, including two new ones that Greg just started this past week. And Greg will tell us about those in a few minutes. And of course, we got the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, Chad, I understand you have something to say, so please uh, tell us what you got to say also as well, besides what we've asked you. Uh, what else have I got? What else have I got to say? Well, uh, let's see. We of course got our world famous Power Hour show, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday. Oh, of course, you listen, and as well as our, one of our new shows, the Outside the Ropes, which this Wednesday uh, is going to be a good one yet again. Uh, unfortunately, Iceman will not be in attendance. However, he has a prior obligation, but he heard earlier this weekend also some tragedy in the music world. Uh, one of the founding members of the Beastie Boys passed away at the age of 52, and the somewhat drummer of Megadeth somehow collapsed the other night in Los Angeles, we understand. It was Saturday night, to be exact, and he is no longer with us, unfortunately, too sad to say, at the age of 51. So our thoughts and prayers are with both those uh, families and friends of those particular two. Certainly, yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, we will definitely, uh, <clears throat> we will definitely, like I say, keep everyone... Uh, we have everyone aware <clears throat> up to date here, of course, of everyone going on going on in the entertainment world here, of course, this Wednesday evening from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. right here on TalkShoot.com with WWS Outside the Ropes. Of course, your latest up-to-minute news on everything going on in uh, movies, music, and sports, of course, like I said, uh, uh, 
of course, uh, you know, I spent the I spent here, JD, Jerry Geralmo, uh NWO Gerard T. Smith, and myself, of course, bring that to you here. And of course, like I said, this Saturday afternoon from one to two PM we also bring you uh of course our review of all the shows in the in the radio network. Uh Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, Revolution, Wolfpack, Outside the Ropes <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> and uh, of course as of course like I said WS Power Hour. We talk about and review everything that we that we talk about here on all on all of our shows and give our thoughts and opinions about it. Plus of course we give our complete uh complete with stats and for all the shows for the past week, uh about how many of course about how much you know everyone gets a chance to like I said uh uh download our show and listen to it and uh, enjoy it and uh we're glad that everyone gets the opportunity to do that. And uh and I hope everyone does continue to keep on doing it. That's what keeps the show going. So uh please by all means folks please continue to do that and uh and like I said of course I <clears throat> of course one of our men here this this afternoon here uh, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, of course, he's without him, of course, uh, you can't uh, go back and listen to a lot of stuff in the past. WWS Radio Archives is still kicking it up and running here. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of people is is, is uh, always uh, going to that page and taking a listen, pulling up all the shows and taking a listen to every to every single one that we got going on here right now. And uh, and Gregory has not has not missed a single solitary beat with every single one that we have done from each and every one of the shows that we have done <clears throat> thus far. Even, of course, even even my promotions, but I, even, even each and every one of my promotions that I have done, too, is on this page as well. And like I said, he has not missed a single solitary beat. So by all means, please put, pull, pull up uh, whichever one you like. Like I said, they're all there. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS radio history. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, like I said, if you uh, care to thank anyone for, like I said, for uh, – uh, getting them all, getting them up, getting them all up all on there. I'll say it straight in a minute. Uh, Big Diesel right here is the main man right here that you know takes time out of uh, his busy schedule and all that with that wonderful voice of his. By the way, I heard kind of heard a little sample of what you had there, Greg. By the way, like I said, terrific. By the way, uh, the yes, Greg, well done. Yes, well done. Yes. Uh, which, by the way, I've also put a plug for your band, Greg. For something I think you did not too long ago on our Entertainment Cavalcade page, by the way. So definitely check him out too, uh, and listen to his live stuff that him and his brother do all the time. I'm sure like the stuff he does is uh, tremendous. So by all means. And Greg has also got two new pages, pages too, Chad. I'm sure uh, you knew about that. One of them, of course, is just started recently. Uh, Greg, of course, uh, started this one. I believe it was just recently, 24 hours ago. Greg, uh, please tell us about those two new pages that you uh, added to the Facebook page and invited uh, not just our raw radio audience, however, like all of us here on the show, but everywhere out there who are wrestling fans. And uh, please share with us those two. Uh, the Click owns this business. It's about like the Click, like uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Ash, X Pac, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Yeah. I made I made a group, and I was I thought of it at work, so I was like, I'll make it, and all these people like joined it. Like wow. Yes, 
It, 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 it took off, and you put some. We put some great memories of the click on there, and some great videos, including the memorable incident at MSG, which we believe it or not last week, ladies and gentlemen, twenty years in the making. Twenty years ago, I can. It, it just seems like it was yesterday. It was not that long ago, and uh, it is one of the best on uh, the banner that we want to thank Gerard T. Smith for the banner. I believe who made it, unless that was you, Greg. But whoever made the banner, a very sweet ass banner, I gotta say, no pun intended. And it is a very very cool club. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in more ways than one. And we also just got our newest one last night as well from the Big Diesel. So Greg will tell us right now as well for that second one. Uh, Progressing chat room. It's that you can make friends on it or uh, talk about wrestling and stuff. The yeah, other owner would not be nice. Uh, was like, I'm going to take it over. It's like nice, friendly well, we're definitely going to check that one out as well. And, of course, Greg will put that one up also in our uh, in our chat box for all you guys out there to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a very interesting banner, to say the least. Uh, so, Greg, thank you very much for putting those banners up as well as many other yeah, things. Okay, Chad. Uh, Greg, if you want to give the plug, well, I think we're okay now. Um, but uh, if we haven't, we had a minor, another snafu, but we're kind of, Hopefully we don't have any more snafus. We've had a rough uh, go at it today, here today, a little bit, that's to say. But hopefully we can get through this next hour or so, ladies and gentlemen. However, so I like to say. Sorry about that. I had, okay. a, had a bad call there. Um, no problem. Um, sorry to interrupt, J.D., but... Uh, oh, I yeah. Uh, Chad, if you give the plug, I'll be right back in two seconds. i got to take that. Okay, no problem. No problem. Uh, <clears throat> I'll take care of the plug here for J.D., one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound. It's a WWS Raw Radio for Monday, May twenty third, two thousand sixteen. Of course, Iceman JD Jerry Geronimo, the host here this afternoon. Of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinchall. Of course, you can catch me. Of course, on WWS Revolution every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday from nine to eleven p.m. Right here on TalkShoe.com. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. And NWO Wolfpack every Thursday evening from nine to eleven p.m. Right here. Also, one one three eight five two one pound. <clears throat> I'll be right there. Also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to add a couple of quick things. Uh, our good friend, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, also came out with a new wrestling page, too, as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> it's called WWE Heel Turns. And our own uh, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith also came out with a uh, sweet banner for it as well. And... Uh, and I also came up with a new uh, web pay, web address for it. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash uh, uh, heel turns. I believe it's heel turns for, I believe it's forever, I believe it is. Uh, and so uh, I'll add one more. There's one time I want to add. I'll add that here just in a couple minutes. Uh, John, uh, while JD's away, if you want to uh, take over here just one second, I have to step away. I will be right back. All right. Okay. And just like Chad said, ladies and gentlemen, we like Chad said, ladies and gentlemen, Gregory Kramer has all the groups here on, on Facebook.com. You can look at the links. Follow us on Facebook. Huh, we may not even have Twitter, but we're damn good at it. <laughs> and guess that it also says, 
I want to see Monty Monster or Kalili, who's a great actor no matter what he's in. Still on Destin, and we are still on waiting for Jay for our main man, our main squeeze, come back. But in the meantime, it's just me and me and Gregory, and I, I'm still gonna do the birthdays and wrestling histories. I don't till they come back. So I'll do that. All right, on the same show, Daphne. Beat Crowbar to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. And then a SmackDown taping in Anaheim, California, 2001. I have a mess text message. Fifteen years ago today, on a SmackDown taping in Anaheim, California, Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit beat the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys, and Edging Christian in a TLC match to retain the WWE Tag Team Championship. Benoit suffered a neck injury during the bout and would undergo neck fusion surgery about a month later. NWA TNA announced they signed former WCW announcer. Mike Tanay to be their late announcer in 2002. Tanay served as their lead announcer for nearly all their events. Tanay briefly hosted Impact Wrestling, but the series was canceled after just four months last year. Gregory, you still with me, buddy? I'm back, guys. Uh, okay, I was just doing some leftovers of the history. Okay, uh, all right. Sorry about that, guys. We had another. We have another rain coming in, unfortunately, yet again. So it's a little drizzle going on right now. So we're back. Okay. How is this rain ever gonna stop? Hopefully, in the next few before the weekend. I mean, seriously, we just got like a little spritz. It wasn't heavy rain, which is good. Yeah. Well, it's sun. Well, shining now. JD. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Go ahead. Finish up your uh, bir- Sunday birthdays. Uh, how many more do we have as far as dates and birthdays on Sunday? Did you get through them all? Well, I haven't gone through yet until you came back. But um, I'm going to do WWE Presented Judgment Day. Okay. With John Cena and James Charles doing the great Muda thing, the I Quit match. Uh, let me tell you guys, that was brutal. Yes. A brutal match to say the least. With John Cena retaining the WWE Championship six years ago today, which was 2010, Mick Gruber opened in theaters. The film featured cameos from WWE superstars Chris Jericho, MVP, The Great Collie, The Big Show, Mark Henry, and Kane. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Oh yeah. Over the limit five years ago. Jerry Lawler defeated Michael Cole in a kiss my foot match, but with a stipulation. Yes. If Cole had won the match, Lawler would have to have to surrender his WWE Hall of Fame ring to Michael Cole and personally induct him into the WWE Hall of Fame. But since Cole lost, 
He was forced to kiss Flowers' butt. And I remember that with J.R. Eve and Brad yes. Hart all yes. coming in and then yes. to help. Yes, yes, yes. And John Cena would beat The Miz in an I Quit match to retain the WWE Championship. Probably one of the most brutal matches in Cena's career. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. 41st birthday for Tracy Brooks. Oh, she's still... Um, why WWE never brought her in is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. And today would have been the 54th birthday sadly of Brian Pillman. Another great Hall of Famer we've talked about many, many times over the years of the Hollywood Blondes, uh, teaming up with Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course being a member of Team Canada at one point. And also the the 1996 Pipe Bomb promo. Yes. N-E-C-W. Yes. Oh, yes, when he did CyberSlam, that's right. And he also did the uh, Pipe Bomb in 96 with Kevin Sullivan, calling him the Booker Man, if we recall. Yep. So, uh, and also, very unique don't guy. forget the other angle with Pillman's got a gun. Yeah, one of the most uh, controversial stories of all time, one of the most controversial incidents in wrestling history for that matter, too. And uh, we were talking about Ric Flair earlier, guys. Real quick, I just want to mention, however, obviously, is the big uh, 30 for 30 documentary that's coming up on Ric Flair. I don't know when it's going to air, but I know it's going to be very, very interesting to watch. I'm sure all of us are going to be very interested in this, however. Yeah. Also, we had another birthday as well, and today was... And also, it was Daniel Bryan's birthday as well. Ooh, how old is Daniel Bryan today? Okay, I mean, Sunday. Yeah, how old is he, though? How old is he? Let's t- check it out. All righty. Oh, Today's sort of a bittersweet day, and we'll talk about why. 36th birthday. 36? Yep. Happy birthday, then, Daniel Bryan. Hope it's a, a very special one to you and Bree. Yeah. Okay, and uh, today, there's some, uh, I know today is somewhat of a bittersweet day, and we'll talk more about that in our days in history, and John will share with that about that coming up here as he oh, gives us yeah. the birthdays from today. So, John, please tell us. Oh, yes. That's what I'm going to do right, say right now. Give me a minute here. I'll... All right. Give me a minute here. And while we're doing that, uh, we want to give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three eight seven four four. We're here each and every Monday from three to five PM. This is Raw Radio for episode forty four. You got the Iceman, you got the Human Suplex Machine, you got Mr. WCW, I believe, is still with us right now. And of course, Big Diesel Gray Reframers. Chat's still with us there, uh, John, do you know? I don't know. Chad, are you there with us? I think he had to go. He might have had to go while I stepped out, unfortunately. And I want to thank him for plugging. But uh, we hope to have him back on before the end of the day. And if not, you can catch Chad tomorrow night on Revolution Radio, one three eight zero five five pounds ladies and gentlemen, along with Gerard T. Smith, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, John will be in the chat box for his dates and birthdays in history. Of course, we will talk about Raw. We'll talk about Extreme Rules tomorrow night. It should be a great show. We also might have some fancy matchups for you as well tomorrow night as well. So uh, yeah. that being said, uh, we'll definitely talk about tomorrow night. So, uh, John, please continue. And I'm trying right now as we speak while we're doing this, however, to get our guest back on again. So go ahead for today while I'm working on this. All right. 24 years ago today, 
Steve Austin beat Barry Windham to win the WCW World Television Championship. Hmm. 1993, WCW had another slamboree, yes again, a Legends reunion. The WCW Hall of Fame had its inaugural class, Lou Fez, Mr. Wrestling 2, Vern Gagne, and Eddie Graham. Also honored at the event were the Assassin, Ox Baker, Red Bastion, Lord James Blair, The Crusher, The Fabulous Moolah, Grace Gagne, Bob Gigel, Stu Hart, Magnum T.A., Bud Z. McGraw, Don Owen, Dusty Rhodes, Grizzly Smith, John Polus, Mad Dog with Sean, and Johnny Valentine. And also at the event, the four horsemen reformed with Rick Flair, Ollie and Arn Anderson, and Paul Roma. And that was how, 24 years ago when? Today, did you say? 1993, yes. Okay, and 95's class was who in the 95 class? You mentioned the 95 class earlier. Who was in that 95 class? I mean, we know Angela Poffo, Terry Funk. Uh, who else was it? Big John Studd. Big John Studd, okay. Dusty Rose. Antonio Inoki. Antonio Inoki, yeah. Some great, great Hall of Famers there. Some of them still with us, of course, like Terry Funk and Inoki. Of course, we lost Dusty Rose, as you know, a year, year and a half ago. Of course, uh, we also uh, also lost some other great ones, including Angelo Poffo, the father of Leaping Lanny Poffo, and Randy Savage, who was a great wrestler back in his day and used to wrestle down in the Kentucky, Tennessee, or the Kentucky, Ohio area, Indiana area, I believe, in the 70s and 80s, if I'm not mistaken, in a federation called the IWA, the International Wrestling Federation, or something like that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, John, please continue now from today. All right. Uh, all right. I'll do that. Um, yeah, 1999, well, you know what, you know what, I can do that later. 15 years, 16 years ago, which was in 2000, Kevin Nash beat Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner in a triple threat to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, again, another title change in the month of May that year. Hmm, interesting, Okay. Paul Heyman, Vince McMahon, Paul Heyman, and Eric Bischoff in 2005 were stood in the same ring to promote the ECW One Night Stand. It is believed to be the first time the three met face-to-face on a television show. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. 2006, Bobby Lashley beat John JBL to win the WWE United States Championship. In the show's main event, Rey Mysterio beat Layfield to retain the world title. Layfield retired, but of course, the retirement didn't stick as he was back in the ring about 18 months after he commentated with Michael Cole until he would be retired for good. Once again, by the same man who retired him once and retired him twice, Rey Mysterio. Hmm, interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Jill Jarrett, wife of TNA in 2007, founder Jeff Jarrett, passed away after a long battle with cancer. Hmm, okay. I remember that. I do, too. I remember when Jeff Jarrett cut that promo on her. Yes. Very sad and shocking. Yes. WWE presented Over the Limit in Detroit, Michigan. Kofi Kingston beat Drew McIntyre to win the Intercontinental title. 
CM Punk was forced to shave his hand after he lost to Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. And this would mean that Keith's last match in WWE as he took on John Cena for the WWE Championship. Cena won the match, and the next night, Batista was quit the company. Yes, that's right. That is right. David Atanga and Michael McGillicuddy beat the Big Show and Kane to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And now, let me see if there's some birthdays. And after that, I'm going to get into the big topic for May 23rd. Yes. Which I'm saying... Saving for like I did with Randy Savage because yes. we all know what I'm talking about. Yes, we'll definitely but, talk about that. But let's. Um, uh-huh. I think Chad's back with us now. Chad, are you back with us? I'm right here. Okay, so Chad is back with us, ladies and gentlemen. Chad Hinshaw has returned to the airwaves, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, you're just in time. We're just finishing up the dates from today, John or Chad, and we're talking about probably one of the most saddest and most heartbreaking. Uh, times that happened on this date on May 23rd, so we'll get your thoughts on it too. So, John, please continue. Happy birthday to both Alex Shelley and the eater of the world, Bray Wyatt. Hmm, very nice. Well, Well, happy birthday to all of them. How old are they today? Well, Alex Shelley, I know Bray Wyatt was born in 1987, so he's 29. Mhm. And Alex Shelley, he was he was born in 1983, so he's 33 today. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And there was one more. I you said those two had a birthday. And there was one more person, right? That's it. Oh, that's it. Okay. So happy birthday. Yep. Uh- and now, right. and now, John's going to get into the discussion, ladies and gentlemen, for May 23rd. So, uh, those of you uh, who are listening, uh, we appreciate you listening again. We are sorry we've had so much technical difficulty today, but we are back. We're fixed up now. We're ready to talk about the big story from May 23rd. And this is kind of a bittersweet one for all of us. I am very emotional, too. So, if you have tissues on standby, please uh, have them ready, because this is going to be very heartbreaking and very heart-wrenching uh, to talk about. John, please tell us about this. Yeah. May 23rd, 1999, the event was most remembered for the sudden passing of Owen Hart, who was scheduled to face the Godfather for the Intercontinental Championship. He was 34 years old. Yes. Did you say something, Chad? No, I was just saying, yeah, I I remember it now. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. Okay. He was 34 years old. Hart as the Blue Blazer was to descend from the rafters when the release mechanism activated far too early. Yes. He fell some 70 feet to his death, but despite the accident, the show went on to its conclusion, which we know that The Undertaker beat Stone Cold Steve Austin to win the title. And as a decision debated by many to this day, The death was acknowledged to home viewers, but not to those in attendance. The Hart family would later file a wrongful death lawsuit, but settled with the WWE out of court. WWE successfully sued the company that manufactured the harness. Owens Whittle, in doing so, sued the company again for using his name and likeness without the estate's permission and back royalties. That case would 
have been, it be settled. Mm-hmm. And as for the event itself, it was never released on home video, but it was on the WWE Network. Yes. And I think we should see that on Wikipedia. Well, we'll check that in a second. But let's talk about this real quick before we go into anything else. Uh, quickly, John, uh, I've talked about where I was that night when I heard about... Uh, I know you did. And I don't need. I don't think I need to repeat myself again, guys. But let's get all of your takes about where you were the night that Owen passed away, and what your reaction was when Owen passed away. John, I'll start with you first. I was. I was. I never watched wrestling. I was. I was there watching baseball in Texas when I saw Texas take on Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just. Re- don't don't remember quite any of it, but going back now in 2000, when mm-hmm. I got the WWE Attitude game, mm-hmm. I, I saw that photo of him as Owen James Hart, 1965 to 1999. I didn't think it was... So I thought someone was battling him like a heart attack, but when I found out, yeah, it, I mean, it just, you know... It was too surreal. Takes your breath away, Janie. It does. I'm so- and I'm I'm sorry, but I don't get emotional. But yeah, but you know, that this, was time. That was one of the this times. This was a hard time, and you could remember Jr. saying, "It's not part of the entertainment. Yes. This is as real as a real real can be." Yeah. Jerry was in the ring. Waller was in the ring trying to see what was up. Yeah. I mean, he, but you could tell all his eyes were open. I yes. could see not not a single not a single dry eye was in the house in the house too. Not a single tear was shed that night. No question. I would agree. And it was very emotional. Like I said, I mean, it was very, very emotional because, like I said, I remember watching it. And after that night, like I said, Howard, and I've said it many times, and I'll say it one more time, folks, I actually cried like a baby that night. I really did because when I heard about Owen Sassian, I mean, I'm not usually a emotional guy, but I am sometimes. But that night was one of those nights you just felt so emotion that you lost one of your own friends or your own family members, and it just it hurt, and it punched you in the gut so hard. It didn't seem like it was surreal. and Excuse me, it was real. Not surreal. It wasn't really happening. But it was real, and it did happen. And it just... Hooey. I mean, it's scary to think now. It's been so many years since that night how in Kansas City that it happened. Uh, Greg, what were your thoughts about this whole thing? Well, when I was... It happened when I was four or five. Yeah. But... I, I do remember it like it was yesterday. I was, in that, I was in the basement watching Over the Edge with my brother and my dad. He went upstairs, my dad, and me and Mo were watching the pay-per-view. And he went down, and he's like, why is the TV black? And I was like... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Greg, sorry, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a surprise caller, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Black Widow. We've been expecting her, and uh, we are glad that she is back with us here for episode 44. It is the M to the L to the D. Yes, folks, I'm talking about the Black Widow, Miss Madness herself, Michelle Lindard's joining us here on Raw Radio. Michelle, how are you today? I'm okay. 
Well, we got Chad here, we got John here, you got Greg here, and you got me here. Gerard should be here yeah. momentarily, hopefully. We were just talking about the – John was bringing up the passing – Yes. Uh, Michelle was bringing uh, – excuse me. Uh, John was talking about when we were all talking about the passing of Owen Hart, believe it or not, which was today, and sharing uh-huh. our stories and memories of Owen Hart. And uh, we were just getting Greg's take. However, we're going to hear your take, obviously, on this, as well as Chad's, and then we're going to get your take on uh, the pay-per-view itself because everyone did their pay-per-view recap and thoughts from last night, so we're going to hear your thoughts, too. Uh, Greg, sorry about that, please. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. We got we, hey, we pull no punches here. We we, we want to hear it. We want to hear the venom spew. I told you earlier today we're looking forward to hearing the venom spew. Believe me, and I think all of us are ready to hear you uh, cut loose with a pipe bomb, shall we say? Uh Greg, sorry about that. Please continue on with uh, your thoughts about Owen. Okay, yeah, the TV was black, and my dad's like, "Why is the TV black?" And we're like, "I don't know." Then they said Owen Hart was dead, and my dad actually has a VHS tape. He taped one of his lives. And an mm. actual person gave me a call. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, like I said, it was all too surreal. It really, really was. And to this day, it's still too surreal that it actually happened that night, however, mind you. And it just, it did not seem like it was really happening, but it did happen. And like I said, we've talked about how over the years, uh, that we felt, however, that WWE, however, yes, we know it was an accident. Yes, we know it wasn't intentional. But there are times how people think, however, that it was intentional. Well, guess what? It wasn't people. It wasn't part of the show. It wasn't part of the script. It just was a bad nightmare and a bad dream that we did not want to see happen, happen right in front of our very eyes. And it just, it just gets, I'm, I'm getting emotional even now talking about it. It just makes you want to, uh, cry again it's just it's so moving to talk about but yet heartbreaking at the same time uh michelle let's get your thoughts now about the night of owen's passing what were you doing that night and do you have any memories particularly oh gosh what was i doing that night uh that's a very good question um i want to say i was at home and i believe i heard it on the radio Mm mm-hmm and um, immediately didn't believe it and went on the Internet and, of course, found out that it was true. And it is a true tragedy and an extreme loss. Um, Owen Hart was one of the best and always will be. Um, I absolutely adore the Hart family, period, so I'm a big fan of theirs. Um I was, but I was really devastated because, like I said, I've always been a bigger Owen fan than Brett. But I do love Brett. Um, but I've always liked Owen in ring, you know, Mike skills, everything else better. Um, but it's hard to believe it's been 17 years, honestly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, certainly, certainly, no question. Uh, Chad, let's get your take now and uh, your memories of that particular night in Kansas City. I actually was at a, <clears throat> believe it or not, not, I was at a friend's home, a uh, friend's house not too far from where I live now. He had invited me to come over and watch this pay-per-view. And uh, they kept actually talking about uh, uh, talking about if, whether or not this match was actually going to happen after this incident occurred. Uh, but they, they, like you said, they kept stressing 
got that and kept everyone, telling everyone to please, you know, stand by and um, and please, you know, let's let everyone know this was not part of the action. This was this was this was this was this was, this was a real life situation. You know, just like you know, not too long ago when you know Jerry Lawler had his heart attack. Um, you know, yes. Michael Cole kept, kept stressing that. Um, but uh, so of course, you know, I remember uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett and Deborah was being interviewed. I think before his match, and you know, they said before that they started talking about. You know, his, I forgot who he wrestled at that pay per view that night. But of course, I remember Jeff Jarrett said that. Uh, Oh, that Owen Hart, Owen, we're, we're pulling for you, and uh, we're praying for you, and I uh, hope you get pulled pull through this, and uh, <clears throat> we love you, and I hope you get through this, and all. Uh, and I think it was like, like not too long before the, um, I guess it was before the main event and all that, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler had made the, the sad announcement that, that Owen Hart had passed. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, and, of course, uh, I think a lot of wrestling fans all around uh and I got teary eyed, and uh, of course there that night. And I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember, I, I even remember, of course, the raw afterwards. Uh, I even found a clip of this on YouTube. I was just watching this a little bit later on. Yeah. Of uh, Stone Cold coming out there, of course. Uh, um, uh, they pulled up a picture of, of, of Owen Hart, where it said in memory of Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Stone Cold. Uh, 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 being thrown out a couple of beers, and I uh, him talking to the picture of Owen Hart, mm-hmm. and he cheered out both of them. He drank both of them at the same time. Yeah. And and <clears throat> of course, uh, like you, JD, and you little bit choked up here just talking about it as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was just one of those uh, um, sad. Just one of those sad, one of those sad things. And, and of course, one thing you got to really also think about too as well. They got really got it. Uh, Really got emotional for me was the fact that that uh, you know on on the other side of the coin on WCW Monday Nitro even even acknowledged this. Yes. A couple, so a couple of weeks later, uh, I thought they were in Kansas City. I think the same arena where it was held, where where Owen Hart fell to his death, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, that they had a Monday Nitro. And what they decided to do, and Bret Hart even said that he wanted to do, he wanted to have a match in Owen Hart's memory. And the only person that he could think of that, you know, that would, that would, that would fit the bill on that was Chris Benoit. And, of course, so, so, so they had the match. with Hardy Rice coming out there doing the ring announcing, which I thought that was classic. Uh, Yes, that was in October. That was actually in the middle of October when that happened, because I remember uh, he was supposed to take on, yes, uh, I believe, uh, Goldberg or Kevin Nash on The Tonight Show. That kind of got snapped up real quickly, and that did not, unfortunately, never take place. But they did have the match referring to Benoit and Owen, which is, of course, on the Best of Chris Benoit, the DVD, in October. And that is a great match uh, that you mentioned there. Yes, truly a classic. Oh, yeah, that's uh, absolutely. Of course, I said you showed... Before and after the match shows Bret Hart even looking up at the rafters around the area where they said you know where Owen Hart was supposed to be, was was supposed to come down from towards the ring uh, for his for the for for for, for the match that uh, apparently obviously did not end up happening because of the of course because of the of, of the fall but still 
Uh, of course, it was a, I mean, I remember, I remember Benoit even coming out there, of course, wearing an Owen Hart t-shirt, which I thought was great. Yes. And great, great, great tribute, of course, Benoit, of course, being one of the students of the legendary dungeon along with uh, Owen Hart, even tagged with Owen Hart on numerous occasions, I think, uh, in different, uh, in, 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 um, other, uh, and a couple other promotions somewhere, uh, got, got to wrestle him, I think, a couple of times, too, and. So, I mean, I thought that was a real big honor and a privilege right there. And, uh, you know, even I think this was a match out of respect and all that. I mean, they did, they, they did towards the end of that match on Nitro, they did really fire up, fire, get a little bit going a little bit full, full blown towards the end of the match. But still, I thought it was a tremendous matchup between uh, Benoit and Bret Hart. But still, it was a, it was, it was a great encounter. And of course, I thought it was good, good, good announcing by Harley Race for some new campus. Yes, definitely. it was, it was, it was awesome. And so, uh, I thought uh, it was a good tribute. And of course, uh, uh, of course, uh, like I said, going all too soon. And also, I got to point out one quick thing. Sure. This was a this is something we saw most most recently, and I did point it out, of course, on one of the shows. I, I don't know who posted the picture. Yeah. It was recent though, of of the great Muda. Yes. Coming up to Canada and co- show, coming up and showing his respects by praying alongside the tombstone of Owen Hart, which I thought that was. Oh yes. I thought, I thought that was. I thought that was a a, a wonderful and a very fitting, uh, very honorable tribute that he did. A legendary superstar of his caliber coming and doing that, uh, of course, to another superstar like Owen Hart. So I thought that was all right as well. Yeah, no question about Well, let me ask you guys this real quick before we get into Michelle's uh, rant about uh, the pay-per-view last night. And we've asked this question before. We are having a little technical difficulty, uh, sound difficulty. I don't know who's doing that. Who's uh, phone is that? John, is that you? Okay. okay, we got fixed. I think we got fixed. Uh, is it fixed now, John? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one word answer from everyone. Should they have canceled Raw the next night after Owen's passing? Let me ask everyone that question. John, I'll start with you. No, they shouldn't. They would let. They should have let the show go go on. Okay. Uh, on. Uh, Greg, what about you? Uh, yes, but uh, I gotta get going now. Okay, well, real quick, uh, give us your uh, thought about Raw, real quick, and then we'll uh, talk to you later in the week. <clears throat> well, after a pay is pretty good, I want to like a two point seven. Okay, uh, that's appreciative. Uh, we will definitely talk to you later in the week. So, okay, Greg, thanks for squeezing on uh, today. We'll talk to you next week. All right. All right, Sam. All right, that was the big diesel, Gregory Kramer, ladies and gentlemen. And, ladies and gentlemen, I am also uh, working on, as we speak right now, in negotiations <laughs> with a particular person you're going to absolutely love hearing from, and hopefully he'll be on, if not today, sometime down the road. We are talking right now, as we speak, with former WWE Hall of Famer Bob Backlund. Yes, folks, Mr. <laughs> Bob Backlund. So, yep, I'm working with him right now as we speak, folks. We might have him on before the end of the day. If not, we'll try to get him on in the next few weeks, folks. So, those of you who are Bob Backlund fans out there, get ready. We might be having another big legend join the panel here and uh, weigh in his thoughts about the state of wrestling. Maybe we'll have some... Uh, We'll have some questions for the great Hall of Fame legend, as right now I am currently in discussions with him, shall we say. Uh, Chad, as I was saying, however, uh, before Greg went, do you think they should have canceled Raw the next night after Owen's passing? 
be honest with you, no, because if you think about it, uh, they didn't do it, of course, after, after uh, later on, of course, after Eddie passed away. Uh, they, in a sense, did not do it after Benoit. Of course, they didn't know the circumstances until later about what happened with Benoit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, so, I, honestly, I'm sure... I, you also got to think about it here as well. I'm sure the mentality that all, and the and the will that every single one of these guys had, you know, the ones that left us way too soon. That I'm sure that, that just like they always say in Hollywood or or um, or, or like in the wrestling world and all that, they would want to show to continue, you know, even if they were not going to be able to no longer be a part of it. So you would have to believe. That they that they would not want to see the show, you know, uh, you know, you know, cancel just just because of that one thing. So obviously, you know, I would. I'm glad that they went on with it. It's five things. I'm glad that I'm glad it's. I'm glad it went on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Well, like I said, I'm kind of torn myself on the decision, but uh, at the end of the day, I think they made the right call, but I think they kind of made the... I, I have a mixed bag about it. I mean, part of me wants to say, yes, they made the right call. Part of me says they don't make the right call, but like you said, at the end of the night, it was a very emotional tribute by not just the competition, but by WWE stands, what Austin did to his longtime uh, rival, yet unique... Uh, Somewhat, I wouldn't say friend, but uh, his adversary, if you will. And I believe he became friends with later on down the road with the entire Hart family, however, and of course, Bret Hart included, and that is the form of Owen Hart. It's just a shame that Owen and Austin never got a chance to sit down in a room after what had happened the year before at SummerSlam in 97, two years before, I should say, however, and let's just say, and as a result, uh, never work out their differences, if you will, considering the fact that it was Owen injuring Austin's neck and kind of doing damage to Austin's neck in the process. Tough time with your phone there, guy. 
Okay. I'm still here, guys. I know, but your phone's acting up, too. Okay, we're good now. Okay, well, with that said, folks, we still got time for a couple more minutes, however. We're now going to turn it back over to the Black Widow, Michelle Lindos, who's been waiting patiently to give us her, uh, let's just say her venom, if you will, however, uh, to point out extremals. But before we do, folks, a quick uh, non-wrestling note. We want to send out get wishes to Pittsburgh Pirate pitcher Ryan Vogelsong, who earlier this afternoon was hit with a baseball, believe it or not, in the second inning of the Colorado Rockies game in Pittsburgh. We understand he's doing uh, somewhat better and on the mend right now. The Pirates, of course, winning this afternoon 6-3, to three, of course, at the hands against the Rockies after being rained out yesterday afternoon. But the story was Vogelsong left after the second inning after getting hit by a pitch, we understand. Uh, uh, and we're not sure uh, how bad he is at this point, but he, we understand he is right now at the hospital getting looked over as we see. Hopefully he'll be okay, and uh, hopefully he'll be back on the team hopefully sometime tomorrow or later this week. But, uh, yeah, he did not uh, did not look good from what I heard, however, and as a result, however, it was pretty gruesome to watch from what I saw just a few minutes ago. In fact, I just saw it just while we were talking about the whole Owen Hart thing, however. And uh, like we said, we hope he's okay and he's feeling better and uh, he'll be back on the team very soon. Of course, he got hit earlier this afternoon as the Pirates uh, came back to win 6-3 to three against the Colorado Rockies there in the final game of the three-game series that unfortunately was rained out yesterday, if you will. And as a result, the Pirates, who were supposed to have an off day today along with the Rockies, had to make up that game today. And as a result now, that has all been done. The Pirates, of course, will now go on to face the Arizona Diamondbacks starting tomorrow until Thursday, we understand, or maybe just today, tomorrow and Wednesday, I should say, before an off day Thursday. And then, of course, this weekend they head to Texas and Miami as they head back out on the road away from Pittsburgh. Uh, Michelle, sorry about that. Uh, let's get your take now on Extreme Rules and uh, hear what you have to say, please. Jenny, I want to say that was not very that that's not good when you hear that. No, it's not, John. You're right, and hopefully, Vogelson will be okay. But uh, we'll definitely keep our eyes on that story. Sorry about that, uh, Michelle. Please go ahead. Okay. First, I have two points to make before I say what I have to say. Go ahead. If you want to be a wrestling fan, learn not to get butt hurt over shit. Second thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell it's going to take to make half of these damn so-called WWE wrestling fans happy. Anyway, on to this pay-per-view. So yeah. I didn't get to watch it until today because we were at wrestling camp all weekend for Caleb and uh, so Caleb and I watched it this morning. And we want to send and, out a um, special shout-out to the uh, big man himself, however, the uh, junior heavyweight champion of the world, shall we say, however, and soon-to-be <laughs> new world's champion down the road, too. Yeah, <laughs> Congratulations, yes, Michelle. Michelle. Congratulations, I'm always here, definitely. Um, so, let's see. Um, this might take a little bit, J.D., I'm sorry, but... No, we're I'm a little pissed off. That's what I'm saying. Um, Fire away, but we're ready to hear it. Uh, the Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler... Yes. ...sucked. Um, I'm really getting tired of that feud, honestly. Um... I think that they could find somebody else better for Dolph Ziggler to feud with than Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. Right. Um, worst match of the night, just overall shitty. Um, let's see, of course, the New Day retained against the Vaud Villains, and JD predicted yes. the Vaud Villains. Yes, I, I did. I was wrong. I was wrong. I admit, I was wrong. John played the New Day music <laughs> today. As we started off. That was one of my slip-ups. I, I admit. Yes, I'm guilty on that good. one. I am guilty. I am guilty on that one. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I was wrong. And, sitting, and you were sitting to yes. listen 
to me do the new day. Yes, we came out with the new day thing today. Well, nothing wrong with that. Um, Not at all. <clears throat> um, let's talk about the Divas Division because uh, this is kind of getting under my skin a little bit too. Um, yeah. It's time for a new champion. Charlotte is getting on my last damn nerve. Now you've got Dana Brooks working under the Flair family, which is a big disaster of a mistake uh, because she's nothing but a China wannabe with blonde hair and shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't think she has <clears throat> any potential. I think that she's basically a joke in my eyes. Um, yes, she's a big girl. Yes, she was a bodybuilding champion, yada, 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 on and on and on. Um, I don't really give a shit. Uh, Natty Hart, who has been in this damn division, this damn business for over 20 years, and you continue to shit on her. Yes. Um, I'm sick of it. Uh, she should have really won that belt last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, honestly, at this point, if I see the Taylor family anymore for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to throw up because they kind yeah. of make me sick right now. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I love Rick Flair. I've always been a Rick Flair fan. I know he's a dirty player in the game, yada, yada, yada. Now he's teaching his kid to be that way, and I'm just like, I'm over this shit. We've seen this like 40 years ago. Let's let's portray a different you know, scene here. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the matches of the night, and I know y'all are going to be really freaking surprised when I say this, was yep. the AJ and Roman match. Yep, I said um, that too. I thought they both fought their little hearts out. Yes. Um, the Ambrose and Jericho match was phenomenal. Yep. Um, the Fatal Four Ways that I see uh, was okay. Um, but we're going to talk about that now. So... Uh, my vote was for Cesaro, of course, or Sami Zayn. Yes. Uh, Miz has held the title for too damn long. I'm tired of looking at him and his bitch ass ugly blonde headed wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we see them every damn week. Uh, I feel like I'm, you know, it's Groundhog's Day with WWE anymore. We're seeing the same damn match, same damn people. It's just driving me nuts. Um, I think Cesaro really should have gotten that title. Um, if he didn't, I want to see Sami Zayn do it. Owens, of course, has held it. Owens is a champion regardless. He's going to have gold. He's going to have something. It just doesn't need to be the IC title right now. That needs a, a major change of hands in this division. I, I mean, The Miz, really? What the hell does The Miz bring to the ring? Not a damn thing, but an ugly-ass blonde wife with a big mouth. Yes. That's all he brings to the ring. Yep. Um, who saves his ass every week. From, yep, uh, from from winning. I mean, mm-hmm. from losing. Yep. Um, ridiculous. The IC title needs to change hands. Okay, AJ and Roman, I'm going to say this to get it over with because Roman Reigns makes me sick. But anyway, um, AJ Styles proved to everybody last night that it was not about the club helping him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great match. I give him credit. AJ fought his heart out. Um Roman as well, uh, I give him his credit, but I think AJ really should have won it. I mm-hmm. think he put a lot more effort into it than Roman, mm-hmm. and the World Heavyweight title will change, and I can guarantee you people, yes. guarantee you, and my very last comment of this, it will not be Roman Reigns. It will not be AJ Styles, mm-hmm. and, I, and I will get on to that 
a little bit in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the other matches. Uh, we had, uh, well, we talked about the Divas, we talked about the four-way. Rusev and Kalisto. Uh, over it. Okay, really, I mean, it's a United States championship, and you're going to give it to a, a damn Russian? Yep. I'm over it. Yep. Um, United States, it doesn't need to go back to John Cena either. Mm-hmm. For the love of God. Yes. It needs to change, just like we discussed, it needs to change hands. Mm-hmm. It needs to go into somebody new. Uh, somebody that deserves it, somebody that is a top player, you know, top A-notch player of this game, and that can, you know, bring the money in. Mm-hmm. And Kalisto's not one of them, and right. Rusev Damsher is not one of them. Right. Um, Kalisto is, is good when he's with the Luchas together. Yes. As far as a single competitor, I, you know, yeah, he gets cheered, yeah, he's Lucha, what he do? But it's a United States champion, a United, U.S., Citizen should hold that title, not a god forsaken Russian. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely um, agree. Or foreigner, I might add. What's that, John? I said, or foreigner, foreigner, I might add. Mm, yeah. Well, I was just reading here, too, real quick, before we continue on talking, Michelle. I just read, apparently, talking about Chris Jericho. We understand he is not advertised for many live events after this week's house show. We understand Winnipeg, but he still is advertised for several episodes of Raw and SmackDown. He is expected to be at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view in Las Vegas in four weeks. He is also listed in advertisements for most of June and July, including Battleground, Howard, and Your Neck of the Woods, Dawn, in late July, and also the company's tour of Japan. So we don't know how much longer Jericho has on his uh, schedule, so to speak. Fifty freaking thumbtacks in him. He's not going to make a quick return tonight. <laughs> no, hell no. I think he gets the night off. That that's we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. That's a, we're going to talk about that one. I forgot to bring. I, I really don't know what. That's what I'm going to talk Judy, about. Michelle. I yes. really do not know what it would be like to be slammed on those thumbtacks. I mean, I mean, if I get slammed on those thumbtacks, I mean, yeah, I one day, I mean, I, I it would take me days to recover from that. Oh, I think well, it would, John. And and, and, and it's painful, and, but hey, it'd be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I said it earlier, and this is what I said before you came on, Michelle, and I told you earlier today when I spoke with you. I think it reminded me, and Chad, John, me, and uh, Greg, and all talked about what it reminded us of. Some of us thought it reminded us of Hell in a Cell 98. Personally, and you're going to like this, Michelle, I compared it to the Orton Foley match from 2004 from Backlash. That's exactly yeah. the way it was. I thought it was exactly like that last night. Yeah. Because so. you could tell Orton with the uh, when Orton and Foley wrestled for the Intercontinental. Yeah, as I said, yeah. I mean, Orton had a lot, lot of thumbtacks stuck up to his body. Oh yeah, and and, 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 so, and so did Jericho. I'm sure he made you cringe when you saw it on YouTube. Yep. <laughs> no question. Okay, Michelle, please continue then. And as we said, Seth, a quick side note, folks. Seth Rollins. Let's get your take now. It's your boy, Seth Rollins. There, Michelle. He's going to be on ESPN Sports Center tomorrow night. Uh, he's back and he's hungry and he's meaner than ever. We know. So is Chad still here? Yeah, Chad, are you still here with us? I think she. Yes, 
No, Chet, are you there with us? Oh, yeah, Chet's still here. I can hear him. Yeah, yeah, Chet's still here. Yep. And one more side note, ladies and gentlemen, this is good news for you Pittsburgh people. Running back James Conner, who had cancer a year ago and was battling cancer, now is cancer-free. So congratulations to see him cancer-free. He hopes to be back on the line this fall for your Pittsburgh Panther College football team as a senior. So congratulations of beating cancer. Hats off to you, Mr. Conner. Uh, yes. I also have news to report too. What do we got, we John? May, WWE may end up doing a women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Ooh, okay. Thank you, John. Uh, what do you think about that, Michelle? Uh, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Like that. Yep, I agree. I, I think you should fly to Las Vegas, Michelle, and get that briefcase so you can cash it in on Charlotte. Tell her how <laughs> you really feel about her. I could not have said that any better, John. I could not have thought of anything better of you to say than that just right now. Okay, Michelle, please continue. Okay, so Ambrose and Jericho match, like I said, was phenomenal. Dean Ambrose proves that he is the true lunatic. Of yes. WWE, I thought it was an outstanding match. Jericho, I've always been a huge Jericho fan. Great match. Uh, when he put into the thumbtacks, I think I probably about pissed myself. I'm not really sure. Something. Um, but I knew it was going to happen when he pulled the little black bag out. I knew exactly what was in it. It was like a flashback to McFoley, you know. Great match. I love Dean Ambrose and Jericho. I love their chemistry together. It's amazing. Um, one thing I also wanted to point out was I couldn't, and I told you this earlier, J.D., is that I could not believe the yes. uh, booing chance for Roman, you can't wrestle, mm-hmm. sucks, blah, 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 everything they were saying. I was really surprised by that. Yes. Um, but, again, A.J. Styles did prove that he can do it without the club, and surprisingly, Roman can do it without the little Usos, Usos, however the hell you say it. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, so, for my moment of the night um, that I had a shit fit, and I'm not going to lie, uh, I was laughing telling J.D. that my mom was telling me to shut up because I was probably waking the neighbors, was Seth Rollins <laughs> making his return. Yeah. And that was the most absolute beautiful moment of the night. <laughs> um, at first, I didn't know what everybody was screaming for, and then I saw him get up in the ring, and I was like, wait, what? Wait. Oh, my God. No, that is Seth Rollins. Um, Seth Rollins is in phenomenal shape. Yep. Um, Whether or not he's ready, obviously he's cleared. Yeah. And Roman Reigns better watch his ass, is all I'm going to say, because he looks really good. And I think he has gotten a lot stronger since he's been out, which is, you know, very well said. Yeah. so let's uh, let's you know spice this up a little bit. Let's make it a three-way feud between Reigns, AJ, and Roman. Let's yes. see who the fans will go for because I'm going to tell you this too. And I was telling JD, yeah, Facebook is stupid. Like I'm starting to really hate Facebook and all these stupid so-called WWE fans. You fucking sorry, booed yeah. Seth Rollins yeah. his whole career. Then yes. then he gets injured, and then you're like, oh, all, you know, get well, get well. And then he comes back, and then everybody's, oh, let's jump back on the Seth uh, Rollins bandwagon because now everybody's booing Roman. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. In my eyes. Yep. 
I would agree. If you're a fan, you're a fan. You freaking stick with it. If not, you respect them for what they do and all that. I can't tell you how many arguments I've gotten in with stupid fans today on Facebook that don't know their ass from the hole in the ground, that have not been watching wrestling as long as I have, and the comments and the shit that they say is unreal. Okay, I understand. I'm going to make a point. I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. Yes. Everybody knows that. I right. have been since day one. Yep. For the love of God, I understand he's part-time. He's not on there all the time. Yes. So do you have to make the comments that you do? I mean, for real, do you really have to? You don't see me getting on Facebook and saying, well, Roman Reigns is a jackass, you know, stuff like that. I don't do that. No. I have respect for Roman Reigns, but I'm not a fan of his. Right. <clears throat> you, know, you know, and that really boils my blood and gets under my skin. You know, just like I told you, the one dude said, well, you know, you bring Randy Orton back, but you bring him back to space. That's the only way you're going to get people's attention. Bullshit. Randy yeah. Orton can be face or heel. He still has the same fan club. Right. Period. Yes. Agreed. I would agree. The thing that pisses me off the most is that why, 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 why mm-hmm. do all these people hate Seth Rollins as much as they did, and then they want to do this? So I guess if Roman Reigns turns heel, like they everybody has this assumption up their ass after last night that he's turning heel and you know, Seth Rollins is not coming heel. You can't put a heel against a heel. You cannot put Roman against Seth heels versus heel. Somebody's got to be heel. Somebody's got to be face. Mm. So if you're going to do that, if you ask me, honestly, Seth plays the better part of the heel. Keep Roman face if mm. this is the way you're going, and give him back his damn title. Yes. That's all. Yeah. Uh, he was he was shitted out of it. He was stripped out of it. And it was, you know, all of a simple freak accident and, you know, three injuries basically in one, and now he's back and everybody's like, oh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. It really gets under my skin. And I am thinking of some real good shit, Chad, this week to talk about on the debate show because I'm hot under the collar about a lot of stuff, and I'm going to put it all out there for him Wednesday night and let him know because I- I've had enough and, uh Yeah. The, uh, you're gonna see the real, true, the real, real true black bitch widow come out because these fans, I said, these so-called fans, I swear to God, if I could take and put them on one ring and clean their fucking heads together hmm. and watch them explode, I freaking so would do it. I really would. Oh, I know you would, you know? Michelle. Yeah. And then I got one dude getting pissed off at me today because he's Seth Rollins hater and all this stuff, and he sends me this nasty message, private message, that says. Oh well, guess what, asshole? Now you're—I've got you blocked, bonehead. And I'm like, oh well, great, good for yeah. you. Yes. I'm going to go cry myself to fucking sleep now. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yes. Get a grip. Right. So overall, extreme rules. Eh. Uh, I am. Uh, I am. Well, you, you maybe said. four out of ten. Mm-hmm. Like best moment of the night was Rollins' return. Best match mm-hmm. of the night for me. Has to be Dean and Jericho. Yes, that's my opinion. That's understandable. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, well said, Michelle. And uh, before we uh, continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to acknowledge. Thank you for having guest seven in the room today. Guest seven, of course, was giving us a little plug for uh, 
one of our uh, movie sites. Of course, I'm about the new movie Snowden, which of course is about the uh, true American hero being forced to live in Russia for showing what the NSA is all about. Of course, Oliver Stone's directing that movie. Uh, Guest 8 has now been logged into the chat, and of course, Guest 8 is telling us about some new movies that are coming out, including The Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington, uh, Kevin Spacey with Elvis and Nixon, which is supposed to be pretty good, however, and also Michael King coming in with a new movie called The Founder about Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, believe it or not. It looks really good, however, and those will be coming out throughout the rest of the summer and into the fall this year, so we want to thank him for uh, acknowledging that. We also know he is in the chat right now, and we want to also again acknowledge, I guess, and we want to thank him for coming in. He also acknowledged one other movie that he mentioned, however, Billy Lynn by Ang Lee. He says that right now this could be nominated for Best Picture Leader, so you might want to check out the trailer for that as well. So, yeah. Um, um, uh, if I may, uh, two things. First off, I did see the trailer for The, the Founder, the movie yeah. about uh, Ray Kroc, the founder yes. of McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, this one looks pretty promising. Yes. Yeah. I will go ahead and throw it on out there and all that. It, 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 it goes pretty in-depth on how on how he got McDonald's to be a national franchise. So, mm-hmm. so it's it pretty interesting. And on another one, I don't, guys, I don't know how accurate this is or not. Yes. And I'm going to, we're going to have to do some double checking on this. Somebody yeah. put this on, uh, put this on Facebook. Yes. I don't know how often you can check, I don't know how accurate a lot of things are true on Facebook or not. Mm-hmm. But apparently we lost another celebrity. Oh, we have? Who? Mr. T. Really? That's false. Hmm. We might have to ch- we'll we, have to look we into that. We, we need to confirm this. Yes. It's false. Let me tell you this. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Chad. Oh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me find this. Uh, apparently, it's, it's, on, it's somewhere here. Somebody... Oh, crap. What? Oh, I, know, I found I know out he I just had this. a birthday on Saturday, too. That's right. One of my friends on Facebook uh, uh, just just posted this, uh, shared a post that somebody mm-hmm. else shared. Let me bring it up here. Okay. Uh, actually, it was she shared it an hour ago, but this person actually put it up uh, Sunday uh, about 24 minutes after midnight. Picture of, uh, of Mr. Team. Uh, uh, things, uh, there's something about, uh, you are an inspiration to everyone. Did not say what happened. Just say something about rest in peace, Mr. T. I don't know what mm. I've well, uh, we'll, definitely, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely look into that, but uh, that would probably be a, you never know. It could be a true rumor, a true story, or it could be a false story. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah, we need that. Yes, well, I, I would love to hear your confirmation. I hope it's not true. I hope not either. I hope not either. Uh, speaking of movies, real quick though, I did see Howard the other night when I went to see that Ryan Gosling uh, cop movie with uh, Russell Crowe, The Nice Guys. I did see the trailer for. Uh, the Magnificent Seven of Denzel Washington. It looks fantastic. It looks like it like a cross between Tombstone and The Wild Bunch. I think it's going to be a great film that's coming out in September and October. Another movie that's going to be coming out, obviously, this weekend, of course, is the new X-Men movie. We also have uh, Alice in Wonderland due out this week. And, of course, coming up in August, we understand a couple of new movies coming, War Dogs with Jonah Hill, which is based on a true story. And there's a new one with Meryl Streep that's coming out at the end of August where she plays like a singer with uh, Hugh Grant and also one of the guys in the big 
Fang Theory. It's like Florence something. I can't remember the name of the title, but it's supposed to be a fantastic film. I understand she was training very well to seeing opera for this role. However, I read somewhere about it uh, briefly uh, early this morning, however, and I heard that she is already being talked about being nominated for another Oscar in this role, possibly. So, uh, some good movies coming up. Okay, yes. But, uh, and, and, yes. And I did just confirm it and looked it up. And it is a hoax. It is not true. Mr. T has not passed away. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. There you go. Thank you, Michelle. That, 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 we, I don't think we could have taken another. We, yeah, no kidding. I don't think I don't think I don't think we could have taken another uh, celebrity passing, considering we lost two this week: the uh, Beastie Boys founder and then the Megadeth drummer who had a heart attack on stage Saturday night in Los Angeles. Uh, Nick oh Menza, God, he was 51. Yeah, it's true, Michelle. He passed away doing a show, three shows in Saturday night. This is uh, no joke. He was drumming it out on Saturday night, and suddenly he collapsed in the, early into the set, and they took him by ambulance to a hospital. He died en route to the hospital. He was only 51. And then the Beastie Boys found out, I believe he had dementia or some type of illness. He was 52. He passed away. So our thoughts and prayers are both with our friends and family at this time. I will definitely mention that on Outside the Ropes Wednesday evening at 6.30. Yes. Yes, certainly. Yeah, but, but thank you, for Michelle, for yes. confirming that. I like to, I like to know, I like to know who put that up there because I'm going to ring someone's blame next. <laughs> I, think so, all, I think we all. I think we all are. I think we all are. All right. Well, we're going to drive them for. For yeah, sure. and Guest Day is even telling us how he looks forward to all the films we've mentioned. He also can't believe all the Ramones are gone. The whole band, rest in peace. I would agree there. Of course, you talk about the Ramones. Of course, they were in a great movie themselves. They've done a lot of songs over the years, too. But they were in a fantastic movie. That's one of my favorites of the late 70s. I'm sure some of you guys have seen it on cable. Maybe you've rented it. Maybe you've bought it. I've bought it, and I've seen it. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Rock and Roll High School with uh, Paul Bartel, Mary Warrenoff, of course, a great movie with uh, P.J. Souls, best known in, for her role as Hall- in Halloween 1. She was also in Stripes with John Candy, Harold Ramis, John, uh, as I mentioned, John Candy, Bill Murray, and, of course, uh, Judge Reinhold, who made his film debut there in 1981. All right, since we're going a little overtime, guys, we're going to talk now as we wrap it up here on Raw Radio, and we do want to thank the Big Diesel Gregor Cameron for coming in today, as well as Mr. W. Sir Chad Hinshaw, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodge. You can check them out tomorrow night. Of course, we have a lot more to talk about from tomorrow night's Raw, 138055-pound. Of course, Greg, myself, and Dora T. Smith, the bad guy, of course, will have your wrestling revisit a moment, 139926 will be the memory tomorrow night from 7 to 8, of course. And, of course, uh, and 9 o'clock, we will have your thoughts on Extreme Rules, Revolution. It should be a great show. We'll also talk about tonight's Raw tomorrow night as well. And, of course, Dora and I will handle the news. John will have your birthdays and dates in history. And also, we might have a few surprises and some guests also drop by as well. But uh, we're also going to try being negotiating with another technical legend that hopefully will be joining us here as a very special guest uh, here in the coming weeks. Of course, as I mentioned, I'm talking with this gentleman right now. We're hoping to get him on eventually. And that is former WWE World Heavyweight Champion and legendary superstar, Mr. Bob Backlund. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here in a few minutes here as John's got the music queued ready to go for the end of the day. But before we do, folks, let's get everyone's raw rating and predictions for tonight's show. However, in Baltimore, it should be a great show. John, we'll start with you. You're an hour away in Baltimore. Give us your thoughts about the raw rating and prediction tonight as well as the main event, please. Interesting. I think it's going to be Rollins. John, we can barely hear you. John, we can't hear you. Rollins versus Styles. Okay. Ooh, okay. And the rating, please? 
2.8. Okay, very good. Michelle, let's go to you next. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 2.6. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say anything with Seth Rollins. Um, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure it's probably going to be a request of a rematch between him, or um, not a rematch, but a match between him and Roman, mm-hmm. or Roman's going to come out there yeah, on his mouth and then get his ass kicked again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, but bet you're all your sweet little asses that I love dearly and everything. If uh, Randy Orton returns tonight, it will be a mark out for me, and you will hear me from Virginia. <laughs> oh, we will, no doubt about it. You know what? Uh, that's going to be interesting. Like we talked about early offline today, Michelle, it could happen. It could very well happen. Uh, I'm going to go a 2-6, however, as well. And here is my main event, however. I, have, I've called, I haven't called this for a while, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think we're going to see a Divas Tag Affair be your main event tonight. It's going to be Charlotte and her new BFF, Dana Brooke, versus Becky and Natalia. That's my prediction for tonight. So I'm going to go with a Divas Tag Team oh. Blockbuster tonight as your main Jim event. I know. I Call me crazy, but I think... No, 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 no. I'm not calling you crazy. After Chad gives his prediction, there's something else I want to say about the women's division. Okay. We'll be glad to take that. We can take that for a couple more minutes. No problem. Chad, please give us your raw rating prediction tonight from Ravens Country in Baltimore. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, so I'll be a real good show tonight. Of course, aftermath of Extreme Rules. Uh, of course, I've always said that a Raw, after a pay-per-view, has got to have a good rating. Of course, payback was one exception to that rule, but I have a feeling this one ought to be a real, pre- ought to be a pretty good one. I'm going to stick in the middle. I'm going to say a 2.5. Okay. Uh, yeah. And as for a main event, I'm not looking, I'm not looking really at a match. I'm looking really towards that moment. Uh-huh. And what I'm looking at the moment here is, oh gosh, I'm gonna look, <laughs> believe it or not. Believe it or not, I'm gonna look at a confrontation between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Mm. I, I thought he was gonna say Randy Orton comes back and RKO Seth Rollins. I was like, yeah. I was thinking I that too. Say, I, I always thought that too for a minute too. I'm going to say a confrontation <laughs> between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. If it doesn't happen any other time tonight on the show, it happens at the end of the night. There you I go. Guess, that, that, yeah, so, so what we're looking to look at that is not a match. Just like they did in Greensboro last Monday night, it's going to be a moment, and it's going to be some like a confrontation between Rollins and Reigns. That's okay. And uh, that that sounds good, Chad, and I want to talk to you about something else offline when we get this wrapped up as well. So uh, Michelle has one final thing here, to, ladies and gentlemen, to add So as far as that goes. So let's turn it over to her one more time as she has another uh, little uh, web to spin for us here as we close it out here. Michelle? Well, just a little tangent, honestly. Um, I mean, like, you know, Seth Rollins is back now, and now the Divas division is hurting because you got Emma out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got Naomi out. You got uh, who else? I don't even know. Tamina, Sasha. Yeah, you got Tamina, Sasha. You got all of the, you know, some of the good ones out and everything. And then, you know, you're seeing Charlotte Flair every freaking week. Yep. Uh, Becky Lynch, for love of God, give the woman a push. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, who was the other one I was thinking of? Um, shit. Let me think here. Uh, I, know who you're I mean, Natalia, you know, yep. I mean, 
definitely do something to benefit her uh, because I did hear rumors today that she will be retiring probably next year. Wow. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, um, she said it's time for her to live her life with TJ and blah, 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 whatever. Right. Um, so now, you know, we were all fussing because the WWE men's division lineup, tag team division lineup was suffering. Now it's the women's division that's suffering as well. Yes. And, you know, tag team division is too. And you have to admit, one thing I'm going to say too, it was yep. the Monday Night Raw last week, the, the New Day uh, yes. thing that they did with the time machine yes. was hilarious. Yes, it was. I agree. It was, I it loved was definitely it. Definitely funny. Yes, it was. Um, so I'm hoping that tonight will be a really good action-packed show. I'm hoping Shane will, you know, keep on stepping it up and Stephanie keeps her whatever the hell she's got going on, going on. Who knows? Out of trouble. And they continue to work together and continue to make it beautiful. I'm I'm hoping that Enzo's going to come back soon, too. Yeah, I do, too. I'm just waiting, and John and I talked about this right before he came on, and we all talked about him. The guy I'm waiting to see, and I think they're going to save him until Money in the Bank, unless they bring him in before Money in the Bank, obviously. Yep, Finn Balor. Yep, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they need to bring him up. Yes, they do. I agree. I'm waiting to see the demon. I'm waiting to see Bailey even come up. Even Christ, I mean, I mean, they can write her out right now because they got this whole thing going on with Asuka and Nia Jax right now, and you got uh, Alexa Bliss down there. You got Carmella down there. You got Billy Kay down there. Payne Royce. I mean, you got some great females down there. You can now work with, and you can bring up the huggable, lovable Bailey. You need another a lovable face. With Becky and Natty, I mean Becky, or yeah, with Becky and uh, Natty, and Bailey fits the bill perfectly. Well, to here's the, team. the thought: stop shitting on Paige too. Oh, I mean, God, I forgot about Paige. Excuse me, sorry about Paige. Yeah, like I forgot about bit. Paige. Yeah, we haven't seen Paige, and that's that's one person that I think could, uh, if they, if depending on how long Sasha's out for, could challenge maybe and be in that uh, Money in the Bank uh, Women's Diva match that John mentioned maybe in Vegas in four weeks. I would love to see her enter that. That would be great for her. That would be exposure. That would be yeah. great. We'll see. We'll see. Well, on that note, guys, we're about to call it a day. Let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three eight seven four four. Again, we're going to thank guest seven, guest eight, the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, Mr. W. Seven, Chad Hinshaw, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Next week, folks, we'll be back in the same time with a very a special edition of Raw Radio, episode 45. That's right, five episodes of the Big Five O. but this one's going to be a little sweet one, however, mind you, however. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun next week. It's going to be Memorial Day, so we might do something very special for all you people out there on Memorial Day. Uh, we hope you enjoy Raw tonight. We hope that you've enjoyed our show today, as always, and we will be back in the same time next week. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Revolution 138055. We will talk more about Extreme Rules. We'll talk about Raw from tonight's show. We'll talk about what's upcoming, heading into money the bank and of course at seven o'clock join john or excuse me not john join the big diesel gregory kramer myself Dora T. smith and maybe the lowdown kendrick smith for another time and place we take you to wrestling revisited 139926 and then this wednesday night as always however it is a triple stacker on wednesday first off 6 30 to 7 30 we'll talk about the latest news sports and music as well as tv shows on outside the ropes and that is from 6.30 to 7.30, 8 o'clock to 9. Of course, the Iceman will not be sitting in 
with the Madness Kingdom this week, however, but hopefully we'll have a lot to say from the Queen and Mr. Madness himself, however, as that should be a great show on Wrestling Debate, 139925-pound, of course, and then, of course, Revolution from 9 to 11. And, of course, as always, don't forget, Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to a Double Whammy on Saturday. First off, on 1 to 2 in the Power Hour, of course, we'll go over the Weekend Review. Call ID is 141364. That is, of course, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, myself, and Gerard T. Smith giving you the Weekend Review. And then Saturday night, 138-982. It is the Black Widow and, of course, Gerard T. Smith's uh, show. They will talk about Extreme Rules, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and get you all set up for Raw Radio for the Memorial Day version coming up this Saturday night. So, it should be a great week ahead, of course. You can listen to Revolution also on Friday. Of course, the call ID we gave you is 138055. And on Thursday nights, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to Wolfpack 138521. This week's Wolfpack should be a very good one. Last week was a very good one. Of course, all of these shows are in the TalkShoe library. You can listen to every show, of course, however. And if you have any questions, you can Facebook any one of us. As we're mostly on Facebook as well. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out for the afternoon. We hope you had a great Monday, ladies and gentlemen, to start your new week. However, we'll be back in the same chair again tomorrow night of course and uh, of course John is going to take us out with some music now ladies and gentlemen we'll talk to you soon have a great Monday night everyone and uh, thanks for listening today we'll talk to you again down the road for the Iceman along with the Black Widow the Human Suplex Machine Mr. WCW along with Big Diesel Gregor Kramer Dwar T. Smith and the rest of our panel this is the Iceman saying so long from the ring and we'll talk to you again soon so long everyone good night guys With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.